You are listening to an episode of 10,000 Lakes, a Live in Red Markets campaign. Each session takes place within the same game continuity, but each episode features a different GM and a rotating cast of players from the Real Point Exchange podcast, Technical Difficulties Gaming podcast, and members of the Red Markets community. Actual play episodes will be distributed between the two podcasts, and the easiest way to listen is by subscribing to both the Real Point Exchange and Technical Difficulties. Up-to-date episode lists can also be found at theroadpointexchange.com and technicaldifficultiespod.com. The next episode will be released on November 15th on the Technical Difficulties Podcast. Thanks to all of our listeners for their continued support, and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to the Real Point Exchange. This is Adam, and tonight we are going to be playing Red Markets with special GM Patrick. Patrick, what do you got in store for us today? Huh? Oh, nothing but good things. Oh. Awesome. The best things. The hugest <laughs> thing. <laughs> so tonight's victims are Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Lowid. Awesome. I'm Adam, as previously stated, and I will be playing Shears, a latent beautician. I'm Chris, and I am playing operator, and I'm definitely not a steward. You'd have to tell us if you were. Yeah. I'm Lonnie, and I'll be playing Martin Luther, your latent preacher. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we have a new player. Oh, yeah. Uh, Hi, my name is Sid, and I'll be playing the uh, Norwegian uh, professor. (laughs) Okay. And Jared will be joining us in a bit. He's just not at his computer right now. Oh, okay. Uh, You can be me on the road. Depending on the job. Road. I've written a few jobs for this, and road means wildly different things in some of them. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, um, consider such a new player, we can, we can sort of also introduce new listeners to this, uh, concept with stuff. So it is five years into the zombie apocalypse. We are all in Minnesota, the collection of small survivor colonies called uh, 10k, 10k legs. It is, uh, I think we said it was fall or autumn, as is actually the word. Uh, so the color in the leaves is going, the weather is starting to turn. Uh, Adam has some children present. <laughs> yep. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so, so in the words of the Starks, Winter is coming. It's not here yet, but everyone is uh, very interested in getting prepared because while global warming is a thing and became really a thing uh, in the years leading up to the zombie apocalypse, um, winter is still a motherfucker, especially in Minnesota. So, um, you know, everyone is is weathering, is um, gathering resources, you know, the farms are beginning to harvest, storing things in whatever silos they can form out of corrugated iron. And, of course, for you guys... Because you're not farmers, you're not uh, your your resource is going to be bounty, <clears throat> and you need to set up the winter. So we're going to start with something else. Should we go back to again? Sorry, you kind of roboted a little bit. Am I roboting it still? No, mm. you're better. Okay, should we do vignettes in alphabetical order again? Sure. Okay, so Aaron, low end. Uh, what enclave is Low End at again? Um, hold on, sorry, I'm looking for the, the enclave uh, list. It's, I think I'm at Iron Peaks. I think that's what it's called. 
Iron Mountain, the Archivist uh, Information Storage Facility, turned cathedral to uh, one of the cars after us. Okay, so is that is it your home base or is it just where you're staying? Um, that's just where I'm hanging out for the moment. Okay, and are you two? Are you Well, they're with you. All right. Sorry, what? Are, are your dependents with you? Uh. Is this is no. this thing going to be taking place over a Skype call or in person, basically? Uh, in person. Sorry, I was. Okay. Okay. So oh, I'm sorry. Iron Man. I Split Rock. Oh, Split Rock. That's sorry. The, um, yeah. Fishing village. Yeah, that was wrong. Floating a on the lake. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and has anyone played your dependence before? Because floating GM. Um, we don't retain institutional knowledge of it. They have not. No. Okay. Does anyone want to? Is it open to anyone? Um, I think I've played it before, but uh, I was jamming. Oh, yeah, you were. Yeah, you were jamming. But you want to do it again? Sure. Hey, uh, Patrick, I think you're breathing into your mic. Um, no, I'm hearing it too. Okay, somebody's breathing into their mic. And I'm hearing it while I'm talking, so that'll be some impressive vocal sounds. Okay. Right, well, it's fixed. Yeah. So, uh, harvest time in Split Rock. It's kind of tricky. It means more a matter of uh, money coming out than going in because, you know, it's not like harvest means much to fishermen. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it, is, it is a busy time. Everyone's trying to earn enough to uh, sell, uh, sell their wares so that they can buy grain and such from other enclaves, from farming enclaves. Uh, which means that you know this this whole scene is sort of taking place on very busy dockside. You know everyone's hauling things and cursing and being sailors. So uh, what what are you trying to do with this? Uh, are you trying to establish something, cope with trauma, or uh, was the what was the third one? And deal with uh, someone's problems. Um. Uh, I'm going to establish something in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said it's about harvest time, right? Yeah. So, would that put this around October? Uh, it's the end of October, I believe. The end of October. Okay. Um, I am trying to see if anyone on the dock might be selling any kind of produce to procure a pumpkin for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so you and your dependent, who um, again, I have a photo sheet, I don't know who that is, um, are out preparing for Halloween. Okay, so Chris and Aaron give us that little scene. Yeah. All right, well, who uh, am I playing, Aaron? Uh, right now, just, we'll do Maxine again. I need to figure out a second dependent. Okay, she's, how old is she? Uh... Twelve. I I remember when I was little before the crash. Me and my dad before he he wasn't my dad anymore. We would go we would we would go like put on costumes and 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 then we would uh, make pumpkins and 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 that and, and then and then we would get candy. We do that. You know what, Maxine? We're gonna do the best version of that that we can manage because Halloween is the greatest time of year. Yay! 
Maxine points at one of the uh, turkeys being gutted and just says, that looks like Grandpa. That's, uh... Oh. Uh, sorry to hear that, Maxine. Let's, uh, let's keep walking. Don't, uh, don't look at the eviscerated birds. I'm just gonna steer her away from that. But, you know, um, some people are, are getting into the, the Halloween is coming spirit. You know, someone has sort of refashioned a, a trash bag and some, um, coat, wire coat hangers into like a witch's pointy hat, uh, which is about the quality of, you know, Halloween costumes in the post apocalypse. Um, someone has like spirit gummed actual bolts to his neck to try and be a Frankenstein kind of. Uh, and the dice I was rolling was to see if someone had the stupid idea to be a zombie. Oh, God. It was a, you know, it was a bad roll. So yeah, they did. Oh, uh, right. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's, this is the fifth Halloween since, so like, most people, most people remember, like, oh yeah, that one kind of stopped being funny. Yeah. Uh, but not, not all the time. So yeah, there is someone who, uh, sort of sees a little girl, tries to inject a little Halloween wonder into the world, and then sort of lurches towards her, doing that, ah, Arms outstretched, mouth agape thing. Uh, she screams, I scream, and immediately try to jump off the boat. Whoa, hey, 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 no jumping off the boat. Just a costume. I'm just gonna look at the guy. Dude, come on. Really? really? Yeah, everyone sort of gives that. Ugh, that guy. Yeah, come on. And like someone throws a run pumpkin at him. And it's sort of splatters, and uh, everyone has a good laugh at that. Okay, Maxine, it's alright. Come on, grab my hand, let's go. Walk past him. But now you have half a pumpkin. The bits that didn't splatter on his head. Do you have half a pumpkin? Okay, so I'm going to pick up that half a pumpkin. And you'll make do. Yes. It's the spirit. You'll make do and mend. Exactly. Okay, uh, Adam. Uh, what are Shia's uh, dependents, and what are you? What about to you? Okay, well, something was brought up last time in a previous game with Shears and her dependents, but uh, Shears <laughs> lives in the latent uh, enclave, and yes. her uncle, the the depend, I mean her dependent, her uh, somewhat elderly disabled uncle Jesse is like. He was living there, and he still is, but they're in the process of um, working with one of the other enclaves. Like, Shears is offered to, you know, like, exchange relatives, so to speak. Somebody's family got had a family member become uh, a latent, so they're going to adopt Uncle Jesse, and she's going to eventually, you know, start taking care of this one person here who had, you know, became immune. Oh, my God. Uh, so like like a custody swap. Yeah, it's a, it's like wife swap, I guess you could say, except it's like, you know, 
you know, dependent swap. So, you know, so we're in the process of doing that. So I guess I would be trying to, um, help my uncle get his stuff ready for the, uh, the trip. Oh, so yeah, yeah, you're sort of doing the, the whole moving van thing. Like you're trying to pack him up. Yeah. As much as I can without actually touching too much stuff. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of hazmat it out as I help. Okay. So who wants to play my uncle who's not a bastard? So I can't then. <laughs> uh, Chris, if you want to, but like, uh, I, I don't know. We'll he, he just played, he just played a dependent. How about yeah. uh, Lonnie? Uh, Lonnie. Okay. So tell me a little bit more about your uncle first. Uh, uh, he, he's just, uh, he's my father, <laughs> my father's brother. Well, that's how it works, Lonnie. Shit. I mean, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, he is the only family that I have left alive. And, um, you know, he was a kindly man. Now, Chris turned out to be a real bastard and had me <laughs> get him a porno magazine in the, in the last session. So that was awkward as fuck. So we're, we're still trying to get past that. Um, I had to get uncle something for his spank bank kind of thing. Ah, okay. And you live in Covenant? Yeah, I live in Covenant, but uh, also let's see what else. I uh, I wouldn't say suffer, but I have a bit of a misandry thing going on. So I hate men. Oh, okay. And it's been it, it's been you know I love my uncle, but you know he's a dude kind of thing. I understand. I've made this too complicated. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. All right, so your uncle Jesse. So, so I guess today is the day. Yeah, uh, I appreciate you going with me this far. Well, I really do, and like this isn't goodbye. Like, I'll still be providing for you over in whatever. I don't. What enclave should go into quick, Chris? Give me an enclave. Uh, Operation Ellenson. Zephyr's is that a good one or that's okay. the Crusaders? I like the. This is his bounty. So he's going to go live up on a uh, wind farm. A nice wind farm upstate. Yes. Yeah, a nice farm upstate. Okay, so so if it's if it's if it's um Zephyr's bounty who are like the eco power guys, that means it's sort of a moving truck like this. Um, solar electric car has, has pulled up and it has, you know, yeah. z- zero trunk space because that's where the battery lives. So he's just sort of crammed everything in, including yeah. like quite a few cardboard boxes labeled porn, apparently, uh, into the back there. Yeah. Like, if, if they hadn't been trading their latent for your not latent, like, there probably wouldn't also be room for a person in there. Like, those things aren't big. Yeah. Uh, so, well, like, right, this isn't goodbye. This is just till I can get us away across the fence. So, you know, I I know things got a little weird for us recently and all that, but I mean, we're still all each other has, and I, I'll be looking out for you. Well, that's that's why I worry. You'll be by yourself. Um, no. Male figure to guide you. That's that's not good. Uh, well, 
think of me as Rosie the Riveter. That's a light. So I, I'm going to roll up, try to open those doors that typically a penis would open before, Unc. So, like, I've got this. I just shake my head because <laughs> I don't know how my brother raised such a child. I just don't. <laughs> so, like, I really, like, from a mechanical standpoint, Patrick, I suffered no damage whatsoever last game. So, like, <laughs> I mean, I'm good. Well, then, yeah, if, if, if there's no humanity damage to heal, um, then it's really just a matter of establishing character and, and selling. So, you know, okay. um, there, there is the, the driver, <laughs> the driver arrives with a sigh of relief because if they're driving with a late night in this tiny car next to them, they're driving in the hazmat suit, basically. And I also love and the then, fact that it's an uh, elderly latent. Yeah. And then they have to, um, sanitize the whole, like, passenger seat. So there's like a big, while, while you're having this dramatic conversation in the background, there's this guy just frantically scrubbing the passenger seat. Then unzips the hazmat suit when the uncle gets in and is like, glad to breathe. <laughs> and then drives off. <laughs> <laughs> I tap the top of the car in like I love you Matt fashion and the driver kind of groans knowing that he's going to have to scrub the top God of the car now. Damn it. I wave very weakly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, and scene. Thank you, guys. Uh, Chris is next. So, Operator. Have we seen Operator, quote unquote, on screen before? Yes, we have. Okay, good. I haven't, though. So, remind yeah. me. What enclave does Catfish live in? Uh, cat, uh, catfish lives in uh, Valentino. All right, uh, I'm at Valentino, and I'm going to bear a burden for Catfish. Okay, um, so just just so to get this reference, Catfish is my player character. Um, he is bait. He was a citizen that was hence the name catfished by a raider who, who sold him this sob story and like, oh, I need to get back to the recession to, you know, um, I, I, I'll marry you and all that. And, and, and like, you know, the catfish story. Uh, turns out he just wanted to beat him up, steal his stuff, and then slip through the gap in the fence that he created on the way out. Uh, so now catfish is the most gullible motherfucker in the lost and stuck on the wrong side of the fence. Uh, so he's this, he's this, uh, mopey sad nerd, basically. He's so, um, he's a sad boy. Uh, okay, so, um, and Valentino is this kind of, uh, school of the damned thing, like village of the damned, those, those weird things in, in a, in a prep school. Uh, okay, so this is taking place, we'll say, um, oh no, I, I did have this scene. So this is taking place, uh, overlooking the uh, the playing fields, which have which have overgrown, <coughs> because you know the the, the, the groundskeeper they had to decapitate. <laughs> uh, so you know there are, there are there's just fields and fields of long grass, and then um, the sports things. Um, you kick the ball between them. I don't know if it's the, the uprights. I think you call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just sort of erasing out them. Um, and you know it's 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 late afternoon, quite enjoying it. Uh, he's just sort of uh, sitting there fiddling with something electronic for one of the Rogers to fix. Um, oh, hey, hey, um, op- op- opera, opera, right? Operator. Oh, sorry. No, that's um, fine. So you called me all the way out here, and you don't even know my name. What do you want? Well, it's just, I was. 
Okay, this... Spit it out. The people here are really creepy. I wanted someone to talk to who wasn't, you know, um, trying to size me up for one of those blazers that they have or, or talk about how there's this great purpose and asking me what my, my kill count is. It's really weird. I just wanted to talk to a human. Okay, that's fair. Like, well, do you know how long it's been since I talked about the weather? Oh, man. And the weather's fucked right now, isn't it? Oh, no. I mean, it's, it was like, it snowed yesterday, and then, like, at, at lunchtime, and then by dinner time, I, I couldn't wear a jacket. It was so hot. It's, it's fucked. Dude, I've, I have to wear, I have to, whenever I go out, I have to have, like, four sweaters and a tank top, just in case. And all that stuff takes up space, and, like, uh, every single time I have to wrap it all around my drone, because if if I drop my drone, it's gonna break, and uh, it's just a pain in the ass, man. Hmm. And uh, I had this vision when I was thinking about uh, Valentina, so we'll work it in into this scene. Yeah. So as this is happening, there is a, a raider who thinks he's not shit, sneaking through the uh, tall grass towards them, and like it's it's completely obvious, like he's not that hot shit at all. Uh, oh shit, man. Check it out. Oh, it's gonna be oh. good. I don't like to watch this, though. Like, this is the... This is this is sick, man. They're playing with him. And well, then would you rather- he, he reaches the, the uprights, and then suddenly, out of the uh, tall grass, like shark fins, hop hockey sticks, with... <laughs> Like prepubescent children, with like adolescents at this point, attached to them, and then the chase is on. Oh, can we look at literally anything else? All right, please? fine. The, the the camera cuts away just before he he goes down. <laughs> you hear someone yell, "Goal!" Like it, it, I, I'm I'm saying, like he he goes down. The grass covers everything, and then, like, whack, 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 something flies up out of yes. the grass. It might, it might have been severed somehow. It might, we don't know. And we're just like, he didn't even get a chance to scare. It's like, ugh. Box cutters tied to the hot sticks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or they, they've been sharpened. Yeah. Uh, and, and Catfish, like, is so eager to talk about literally anything else that he like elucidates you on the finer points of this anime he saw once. Oh, and that right. is that is your that is your reasoning. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm bearing a burden though, so I need to get something for you. You do. Um, well, given what I know about your character out of character, <laughs> I think and I think I know what you're trying to accomplish with this. You're trying to. Um, uh, get something out of Catfish, uh, or like foster a reputation in, in him or something like that. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I can do that for you, but you'll owe me a favor later. Yeah. So you could, we could call this a rep spot. All right. Um, the, the first nice person, uh, that, that I met or something like that. And, and if you want to get Catfish to do something, you can play that rep spot. All right. Awesome. How's that? Cool. Cool. Okay. Uh, Lonnie is next. Yeah, um, I think I'm dealing with trauma because I just got over a sucking chest wound. 
It's a, it's, a, it's a rather literal definition of getting over trauma. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're you're in covenant as well, aren't you? Because you're late. Yes, I am. Okay, so my father's kind of said that he didn't get to go on the latent exchange program. Yeah. So, what does uh, healthcare look like in a Bible thumping, militantly Bible thumping in both senses of the word uh, enclave? Who do you think is the uh, the because you 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 presumably like paid to have some of this healed? Who did you pay? Um, well, I probably paid. Uh, I probably played the guy who they just call Doc Sawbones because okay. it's a community of doomsday preppers who are all latents. So you didn't, didn't call for an expert from Mayo? No. <laughs> Well, the guys in Covenant might try, like, prayer healing, but that's probably more effective than homeopathy. No, no, no. There are real, I mean, I mean, doomsday preppers. There yeah, are guys yeah. there with med kits out the ass. <laughs> so. Yeah, but medical uh, supplies have um, expiration dates, too. Okay, so this is, do you think he has, so he'd have, like, a clinic, um, given that this is, like, a... What was the structure of coming in again? Because it's not—it's not a survivor bunker. It's like um, it's like a camp, wasn't it? It's 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 a uh, former um, like uh, it's it's like a, a lodge area. Mm-hmm. Just basically, okay. just basically, the Latins kind of took it over. It was a Bible camp, so right. it's a summer camp, basically. Yeah. Okay, so what oh my I'm god! Thinking... Please tell me you still do summer camp trappings. What I'm thinking is, if you're doing medicine in a latent enclave, vectors are a concern. Yeah. Because if you if you lose the patient, the patient then loses you. Well, um, well, doctors doctors tend to work with with uh, nail guns on yeah. the on the um, instrument table. Um, so what I'm thinking is, substation or a generator for the camp. That had um, wiring fence around it, and so yeah. like, the the generator blew out years ago, um, and there's mostly been like stripped parts and, and taken down. So they've strung a tarp basically to keep the rain off, and that's like the clinic is this yeah. um, this wire mesh cage. So if someone goes vector, you just like lock them in and let it pass. Okay. Mm. Uh, so, has anyone played one of your dependents before? And would you like anyone in particular? Um, I don't have any particular preferences. Uh, why don't we let Adam do it? Okay. And who's he playing? Uh, he he could play the doc. He could. I mean, I don't have very many friends in the community. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I could play doc. Uh... Doc Sawbones, yeah. D- Doc Sawbones, sure. okay. All right, sorry, I thought I had myself muted. I guess you heard my child screaming in the background the whole time. No, 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 muted. Okay. All right, sweet. So you've just been shot in the chest, okay? Yeah, I've been dealing with a sucking. Well, no, not shot. I fell into a sharpened doorknob. <laughs> or, oh. Or fourteen points of damage. As one does. So, so do we need to start talking about abusive relationships? Uh, <laughs> and what, what is your character's name again? Uh, Martin Luther. 
Okay. Well, Martin, stop me if you've heard this one before, but, you know, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord splits you, so to speak. What do you do when the door split you, Doc? I, I don't know. I, I, listen, like, humor is supposed to be one of these things that we use to, you know, soften any kind of blows and stuff like that. But we're kind of in hell right now, so it falls a little flat. My apologies. So looks like you're convalescing quite nicely. Um, I don't know if you'll ever be 100%. Looks like there's some possible nerve tissue damage. Um, but the human body is amazing. And you, as, am I latent as well, Lonnie? Yes. I look down at my arms and kind of like you, you adapt, you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. I, I, I guess I do. I just, uh, you have to have the nail gun there. Well, it's not, listen, like, I know it was kind of freaky with me doing surgery, holding the pneumatic nail gun, which, guys, by the way, that's the one that they use to slaughter cattle in the stockyard. Oh, like, the it, yeah. Yeah, it just shoots like, yeah, like essentially a gutter nail into their head. Like, so as I was operating, one of my assistants or myself was holding the gun next to Lonnie's head in case he go, starts saying he's sorry. <laughs> so, like, I, I apologize. I'll put that down. He kind of sits in under the table. Listen, there's people over I hear in Chicago that are putting collars on our necks and like detonating them whenever, you know, they think we went back to like, we, you just need to be cautious. And so. I just thank you, doctor, for putting that away. No. Uh, anytime, anytime. But uh, if you do need anything else, just let me know. Like, if you got the bounty, I've got the time. I looked at my nail gun. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like, you're out of the woods now, and then we look, we cut over to the nail gun, and on it is the label that says the woods. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. so uh, maybe, maybe. Uh, okay, so if, did you have any um, trauma to heal? Uh, I, I, I have a stress and a trauma. Okay. Um, I know that Vignette technically wasn't with a uh, dependent, but in this downtime, you have, you have healed some trauma. Uh, so you clean the column off. If you hadn't, if you didn't take that off already, okay. All right. And uh, Sid, so this will be our introduction to uh, the professor. So, what does the and it's sort of in the language of film, you know, the sort of the panning up from the the legs uh, shot to introduce the the character. What does that look like? Um, uh, the professor is sitting at a. Uh, he's probably in. Uh, we'll now need to look at the list of lighthouses. It's probably in Split Rock. Okay. Um, just like sitting and looking out over the uh, or, or out over Lake Superior, blankly watching like the water and the waves. He's a uh, kind of ragged-looking man in his like early forties. Um, 
like wearing like pretty like tired and weathered like hunting um like hunting gear uh, and at his side like sta- sits this like heavy hunting rifle heavy hunting rifle just like okay. idly sitting there and looking out over the water like trying to forget where he is and the situation he's in Okay. So, who are your dependents? Uh, my dependents is uh, my uh, my son Johannes and uh, Emily Moreau, who is a French Canadian uh, and co-worker. Also, now has become his lover since getting stuck so so far away from his home country. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, you're middle distancing, staring out into. Yep. Nothing, and just trying to think of nothing. Uh, when in comes, we'll say it's his son, uh, Johann, Johannes, Johannes? Yes, yeah, uh, Johannes. Yeah. Johannes. Johannes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, he he's is. He's like, he's like 22 now, I guess. Like, or, yeah, I guess we have five years into, uh, mm-hmm. five after the yeah. crash, right? Uh, yeah, yes. so he would be 22. Okay, so he is, uh, pulling off his shirt. He's been sort of making, his ways as a fisherman, which, uh, you know, it's, it's steady work, but it's, you know, eventually the lake's going to have like fish or one day he's going to go out there and, and fall in and knock it out or crack his head on the mm-hmm. side of a boat or something. He's sort of pulling off uh, his shirt and sort of holding it to the line going, the holes of holes and the patches of patches. When was the last time you saw a new shirt? And he probably has a different accent. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, yeah, just through whatever accent. I mean, yeah. like, closest would be like a Minnesota accent or something, I guess. I guess that's, is that something like a, a Fargo, like, oh yeah, oh hey there, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, I mean, like, not the whole, like, that bar- bit, but like a lot of the, and the uh, surrounding oh, yeah. area was originally like Norwegian and Scandinavian uh, like immigrants. Mm. That's why I learned that. Like, I think they had this little Lutefisk guy. Anyway, uh, he sort of pulled. Uh, Lut- Lutefisk is terrible. I'm just yeah. going to point that out. It's yeah. not great. Yes, it is. It's the worst. No, as a Norwegian, I can say it's the worst. Yes, yeah. he's, he's holding up this shirt, and it looks like just a weirdly shaped net. It's got so many holes in it. And he sort of sighs and bundles it up and tosses it in the corner for things to say. Look, Dad, we really need to get some um, some new things in. We're, uh, we're just kind of running empty now, yeah? Yeah. Seems that way. Uh, how's, the, how's the view? Huh? You've been looking out? Reminds me of the fjords back home, but bigger. Yeah, yeah, they uh, they do bigger here. That's uh, one thing you can say about them Americans. They, they do bigger. Yep. But um, look, Dad, we, we we we. I need to know: are we are we are we really ever going home? Is this home, or is is home home? You know. Uh, yeah, Professor sounds heavily. I'm like, uh, I looked around and the. Um, it's not if we're ever going to make it home. Uh, I don't know what that place would be anymore. Nobody knows if what happened here happened back there. Because 
Like we can make a, we, we're kind of in a holding circle here. We can make a life here, yeah. or we can make a go of it. And we've been kind of not answering that question for, for you know five years now. I think I just slipped into Irish. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that happens. Yeah, all but, these accents together. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a European tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's that's sort of the the challenge. You know, are you, are you going to settle down and make a life of it here? I mean, he's he's you know a grown man now. Your son. By this point, you know, maybe you were married at this point in his age, and he's been kind of no, uh, because he doesn't know if he was here. No, I'm not married. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, Johannes or Johannes basically lives in a split home. Mm. Professor and his wife like split up like 10, 15 years ago or something. So, so the hunting trip they originally traveled on was supposed to be like a yeah. like get together and like a bonding experience, and that oh, yeah. didn't end up well. But yeah, the, but the crash happened when he was old enough to still think of Norway as home. Uh, and he's yeah. sort of spent the last five years sort of living that. You, you know how when you're living in temporary accommodation, like a like a student flat, you're not really yeah. living there. You're not. You're not. You've not. You know, moved in with the expectation of that. They, they, he, he's been doing that, and he's sort of at the point where like we're going to keep doing this, whatever. So you know, that's sort of my idea of um, maybe a, a motivation for yeah. why you might want to. Save up to to settle down, like why you might be saving up to settle down or to move away or whatever that might be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yep. at that point, we'll we'll say to bring everyone together that you you get the call because you have recently joined freelance the uh, pan enclave. I guess this is like Fiverr for killing zombies. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's just sort of. <laughs> Pick it up as you go. You know, one of those. It's the gig economy. The gig economy survived the uh, the zombie apocalypse. Yep. The, the professor, being a professor, is like, yep. I'm not used to this economy. Yeah. <laughs> used to be having tenure and in a stable job. I tell you what. Since uh, the way I usually do it is, um, I will guarantee one job you know about and can go for, and then you can find the others. Some people like to do it like you'll introduce all three and, and choose between them. So I'll introduce one to you. Uh, off the bat, because it's someone you know who was recommending you to it. Um, so you, you get a call from someone you, you know from the um, the film community. You know they're still kind of going into recession, uh, asking yeah. um, if if you happen to know a man called um, Frederick April because he's looking for a crew to do something in the loss. Do I do I know him? Um, you you had something in your, your your skill list that was artistic, wasn't it? Yeah, I have art history. Uh, yeah, so give give me give me uh, art history. Yeah, or research would also work if it's higher. Uh, I have research at where did, where's my research skill? Wow, I can't read this green on white background. Uh, yeah, they're both plus two, so sure, do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, five over two. Success. So, um, uh, April black is, is black is player dice, right? Red is, black is good, red is bad. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Five yeah. over two. So, um, Frederick April, um, 
before, obviously, the end of civilization, uh, was a quite notable cinematographer. He worked on the... He sort of made his career on the, the critically acclaimed zombie trilogy, Their Billion Hands, by Thomas Neroff. Uh, so, yeah, he was a guy who, who made, like, really, really... But, like, obviously, you sort of rolled your eyes at the zombie genre, uh, but, like, he, mm-hmm. being a, quite a serious cinematographer artist, uh, is that a word, cinematographic, I forget what it is, uh, you know, was sort of making what was generally considered at the time to be sort of the best a zombie movie could be. The, the, the trilogy, the first trilogy at least, was considered like the godfathers of the genre. <laughs> uh, and apparently he is in the recession looking for someone to do something in the loss. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I, I've heard of him. I've heard of him. Yeah. Yep. So that can be the sort of the oh he's looking for people to do things. I know a person. We cut to uh, either the group chat that this is happening in, or maybe you've all met face to face. I think uh, the professor is like pretty new to the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, forums, big forums in his on stage. <laughs> Yeah. Adam, I'm, I'm getting a very good overall um, audio image of, of your nostrils. You're breathing quite heavily into the microphone. I am so, so I am so sorry. I had the headset. My daughter had butted me, and it moved my mic. So I'll fix it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> okay. So we can say this this sort of scene is taking place over text, maybe. Uh, yeah. So you 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 all have reasons to. Uh, need to find a job. Uh, you, you sort of instance this group chat. You are aware of one job, uh, their billion hands. And there are other jobs out there that you can look out for, or you can find out more about uh, this specific job. And again, everyone can take one uh, action towards that. So you can find another job or find more information. All right. I will um, use my contacts. Uh and find out who the competition is for uh, their alien hands. Okay, go ahead. So, let's say this is a research check. Yeah, that works. Uh, Ten over eight. Okay, so you're looking around at uh, just assessing who uh, else has been commenting on the thread where he he was posting about looking for people working with us, and you see some responses by members of... uh, Another taker crew called Inherent Vice. Got a bit uh, out of the bud. Yeah, Inherent Vice, uh, you know, are a crew operating out of Iron Mountain. They're archivists. Uh, so obviously if, if the uh, job is something involving media or art objects, uh, they would be very interested in getting their hands on that to stroke away in their archives. Um, you know that they're not, you know, they're not soldiers, but they're pretty good scavengers. If it's something out there you need to go and find, they're pretty good at Finding things. Okay, so you know the competition. Okay. And so that's Chris's action. Um, Aaron, Adam, Chris, sorry, Aaron, Adam, Lonnie, and Sid, you can still uh, find out more information or find the job or something else. Uh, I would like to try to figure out more about the, uh, the job I was offered. Yeah, sure. Um, so, so that would be research or networking or make a case, basically. Uh, uh, 
Uh, for me, it would be um, research because I don't have networking. So let's see how this goes. Uh, no, that's uh, two. That's uh, nine red and a two on the black die. No, you kind of go on one of those. You know those. Um, you fall, you fall into a Wikipedia hole. You yeah. know, you kind of. Uh, oh, Thomas. You know. Uh, Gable Thomas Roth, and then sort of reading the summaries of the, uh, the different films and the series, and then by the time you, you know, someone's poking you, you realize you've accomplished nothing in half an hour's past. Don't, don't yep. forget you can always tap a reference. You can tap a reference. Oh, I mean, so I make a reference, I guess, or yeah, yeah. make one yeah. up. You, you define. Yeah, okay, yeah. This, as, this is my first time playing Red Markets, so. It's fun. So you can come up with an NPC who might know something you would want. Um, so if you're trying to find out, for instance, the equilibrium of the score, um, it might be another taker who uh, has the inside scoop on something, or you might... Uh, what else? You've got a competition. Uh, if there's a kind of tough spot, or something like that, um, or some more information regarding the job, um, it could be someone in recession who might know some gossip. What can they do the news? Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm gonna like call uh, or like send a message to uh, uh, one of my older coworkers, mm-hmm. like who worked in like not one of the ones that were on my hunting trip, but someone I knew in the US who. Uh, specialized in like in like, technically, I guess movie history. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, if you do that, you need to spend a charge on some form of technology. Like I, Ubix I have, I have Ubix specs. Right. So and a charge. I spend two charges because that shit is hungry. Um, okay, uh, so you you have a call on to. Um, Bella Lugosi, no relation. It's Bella with, <laughs> Bella with two L's. She hates the uh, the reference. It's Isabella Lugosi or Annabella Lugosi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, there's even a slight resemblance. She has quite large cheekbones, <laughs> and she's quite pale. As she sort of turns in the chair to uh, to see you. Yes. Oh, Professor Bella, <laughs> how how are you? Oh, I am uh, keeping uh, very well. She pours herself a glass of uh, of red wine. What uh, what can I uh, do? For she you? probably lives. Yeah, she she probably lives in the recession as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. 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 You start the wine. Uh, and just, the last proper alcohol. Can uh, what was the uh, name of the uh, man? I'm yeah, it's late in my oh, Frederick memory. April. It's... Frederick uh, April. I'll write it in the chat. Frederick April. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm, I'm a kid, boy. Was, uh, the kid just <laughs> broke something. I'll, I'll meet myself while you're doing this. I'm oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> no, it's fine. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, uh, oh, um, no. I'm looking. Uh, for some information on a job, uh, what do you know of uh, Frederick April? 
Oh, poor Frederick. He was never the same after his friend committed suicide, you know. His, uh, his, his you know, Thomas, uh, uh, his friend, uh, Mr. Noroth, you know, the director, the one who actually yeah. made all those, yeah. uh, those, uh, uh, I mean, they were, they were very unbreaking for the genre, but oop, I apologize for that. My outlook settings are out of date, apparently. But uh, you, you, you know, the, the one who actually made the, uh, who actually polished the turd, as it were. Uh, you know, the, the trilogy, the billion hands, the language demons speak, the guy who turns Nien, you know. But yeah. um, I don't know, I suppose that maybe the, uh, the uh, reality not living up to the fiction was, was too much for him. He, uh, yeah, he, he recently killed himself, I, I suppose. Uh, if there's anything out there related to Mr. Naroth, it would be quite a collectible. Yeah, I sure would. That's why I'm calling you. Mm. So, uh, mechanically, what you've done is you've learned the equilibrium of the job. So it is red 5, uh, blank 8, uh, for a total of 13 base points. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, scarce, yeah, it's a scarce economy uh, because you're looking for uh, rare items, probably, as part of the job. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, based on the fact that it's probably to do with uh, collectibles regarding this this filmmaker, you know, objects of this filmmaker's life, or yeah. What was the dice again? Um, it was five eight. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Which is which? <laughs> oh, um, red five, black eight. Um, Black is uh, demand, right? So it's something that has quite a a sudden spike in demand because, you know, it's like Van Gogh after he killed himself or was painting skyrocketed in price. Yep. Uh, But the demand isn't isn't super high. Uh, Sorry, sorry, the the supply is pretty high because there's there's a good price, but. um, Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, so that is the transaction. I think Chris wanted to Okay. Um, do you do your action, Chris? Yeah, I use my action. Yeah, okay, so that's... Uh, back competition. Aaron, yeah, Aaron, Lonnie, or Adam, uh, if Adam is back. I want to um, see if there's another job out there. Okay, go ahead. And how are you doing this? Uh, I am using research. Go ahead. Uh, that's a nine over seven. Nine over seven. Okay. So you are looking through uh, postings on the Lifelines forums, okay. uh, and you do come across a couple of open job threads. Um. How is that done? Which you get? Even odds. You know, roll Even odds. Odd. Odd. Uh, okay, so you'll get the, the high-paying one, essentially. Um, you come across um, a call for some sort of security or escort services. Uh, the IP address puts them in Mayo, the hospital, um, the the uh, Randian-run hospital. Apparently, they are sending something somewhere and are looking for maybe caravan guards or uh, pack mules. Okay, well, I will offer that to the group. 
Aaron? Uh, I am going to find out more about the Frederick April job. Uh, I'm not sure what much else is to find. Because you've, okay. you've got the price, you've got the competition. Um, can you find spots this early? Complication? Uh, yeah, can I try and find a complication? Is there something you can do with this? Um, I don't think so. I don't think you can. No, I don't think you can. Um, you can um, sabotage the competition, which would prevent you getting undercut in negotiations. Okay, I'll go ahead and do that then. Okay, so again, how are you? So the, the competition that you're sabotaging are a crew of archivist takers, um, librarians with guns. How would you um, I'll, prevent I'll actually, that from competing? I'll text you. It's like, hey, these are, these are the idiots who are going after, who are trying to take our score. Uh, well, I know a guy, and I have him set up a fake job to send them on to keep them busy. So networking. Yes. That sounds like that work. What role would be? What role would be? Yeah. Quite halfway through the side. Go ahead. Uh, well, I'm a hustler, so I actually know the dude. So you, so you do know the guy. That's true. Um, okay. So who do you know? Um, um, go ahead, Patrick. Uh, you know a Mr. Smokes, we'll say. He used to be a teacher. Uh, he's now uh, trenched himself up in uh, one of uh, Zephyr's Bounty uh, towers with his guns, and he's just sort of picking off zombies with his with his uh, sniper rifle and just muttering to himself most days. But you know, he uh, he sees a lot, so he has he has uh, some pretty good pull. Okay. Uh, what's his name? Stokes. Stokes. Got it. Christ. See what you did there, Patrick. I didn't do a thing. What are you talking about? I am an innocent and pure-hearted man. And what, what do you mean? That, there's no, there's nothing. nothing you impugn my reputation, sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Hey, what do you want? Uh, Stokes, I need you to do me a favor. Okay. What? Uh, uh, what, what do you got? I'm going to need you to send some send a crew of takers on a wild goose chase for me. Well, uh, you know that uh, that sounds really fun, but why would I want to do that? Uh, tell you what, um, that's a good question. Why would you want to do that for me? Uh, well, I'll owe you a favor. Uh, given that you're a hustler, the tough spot could come into play now, and uh, I could roll up your debt to him. Yeah. It's a uh, you want, is it a D10 bounty you are for hustler? Uh, yes, a marker of D10, one D10. I'll do it for ten bounty. Uh, can I try and talk him down? Uh, yeah, you can roll persuasion, and I'll let you okay. cut that down a bit. Okay. You don't understand. They're going to put me on the attaboy list if they find this out. Yeah, well, uh, nine over four. 
Okay, so cut, cut down by five. So the price is five bounty. Uh, you strike a deal, the job goes up, uh, he, he fabricates. Uh, being an English teacher, he fabricates. Uh, what's the name of the guy who did um, Joiner, the, the novel that Man Jesus with the Golden Arm was based on? Oh, fuck it, it's Man Jesus with the Golden Arm. Um, <laughs> a, a first edition of Man Jesus with the Golden Arm uh, by uh, Edward Whitehead, I think it is. Uh, that is he, correct. He, he fakes a, a sighting of that in a local high school. Uh, apparently they, they somehow got their hands on the first edition. Uh, so he, <laughs> he, he, he sends the, the archivist after this valuable first edition, which doesn't exist. So you've doubled the competition. Oh, nice. Shears. Uh, last one. So you can, uh, find out anything else there is on the other jobs. Or you kind of you kind of nailed uh, a lot there is to find out about the billion hands. It's it sounds like we've got a lot of research in the film job, but I might as well just look and see if I can find something else about the others, just to broaden yeah. our horizon. So uh, the cost of the second job, um, raise anything. Okay, I'll research the cost of the second job. Okay. And let's see. Hmm. Eight and eight. So, the equilibrium there is 14. Uh, it's 7-7. Seven, seven. So, nobody particularly likes the Rindians, but there's no denying they have a lot of money and a lot of influence because they kind of have a monopoly on medicine here. Uh, so, take us, you have to sort of push down. Uh, competition or increased demand or something like that. And uh, I'll give you a little bit more for it. Um, it is shipping something. Uh, well, so basically, the, there is a trade deal that was recently struck between Mayo and Operation Ellingson, the Crusader Enclave, uh, that appears to have been mm-hmm. trading um, medical personnel for something. So essentially, you're taking a bunch of doctors to... Um, a, a building full of doctors, an island of doctors. And nothing will go wrong if that happens. Mm, okay, well, I'll definitely pass that along, but I kind of have a history with Mayo, so probably avoid that one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's our So, you have... So, you have two jobs that you have a pretty good sense of. Uh, the... Randy and one only plays slightly more, but you've uh, hammered out a lot on uh, their billion hands. So which are you going to go for? Uh, My personal vote vote. billion hands. Yeah, I would vote billion hands as well. Yep. So let's go find some movie stuff. It is at this point that Patrick jumps out of the universe to attribute their billion hands to the podcast Knife Point Horror and the story Undead by Soren uh, Narnia. It was released under a Creative Commons attribution share alike 3.0 unported license, meaning anyone is free to use it and adapt it as they sort of charge. And this is my adaptation of it. Deal with it. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. And I'm providing attribution at this point. Uh, so uh, and podcast. A knife, knife Point Horror. I don't think you have time to listen to an episode while recording another podcast. That is more matter than I'm comfortable getting. 
no, no, I just mean for the future. <laughs> it is it is more matter than I am comfortable getting. <laughs> Knife Point Horror podcast? Oh, yeah, because it's not like you named uh, a reference Stokes. I don't know <laughs> what you're referring to. So. And also Bella Lugosi. And Manchester with the golden arm. Look, I, I might have made a gumshoe trailer Cthulhu playset based around being a movie studio. I like film, should I? Oh, no, that's fine. <laughs> film Hounds of Hollywood coming to Pelgrane Press sometime in, I don't know, 2025. 2020. <laughs> yeah. TM. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Coming up when it's done, TM. Yeah. So, who is the negotiator for this group? <laughs> Probably so they're not appearing in this episode. You can hire one. I can do it. I mean, I don't have persuasion at all. So, oh yeah, let's let's have the child soldier talk for us. That sounds like a good <laughs> idea. Well, the kids are the future. It's fine. Look, look. I know you don't like me, but I'm a man of the people. <laughs> <laughs> You're barely a boy of the people. <sighs> but I have been born again. That's why I'm young. <laughs> Forever. Yeah. Whatever. I don't have the time for me to deal with people, so... Do what you think is right. I'll be there to fucking cover your ass. <laughs> Not a problem. Well, see, everybody knows each other. Awesome. So, uh... <laughs> I mean, I'm new. So. So. <laughs> oh, Lonnie, do you have any uh, Ubix banks? Because this guy being in the loss, obviously, well, someone's going to have to borrow them. Because obviously, this this guy being in the loss, this is going to have to take place over Skype. Uh, if anybody wants to make money, uh, feel free to hand me your Ubix specs, and I promise I'll clean them before I give them back. Oh yeah, you're late, uh, right. I'm going to make a self control check. <laughs> Because they're giving something to latent? <laughs> yes, because I'm a drone operator. Yeah. I need my Ubix specs to do my job. <laughs> I mean, I have Ubix as well, so... Also the infection. I mean, I can, I can, borrow, I can borrow our uh, little latent buddy, my Ubix. Go for it. I believe in karma as its own reward. It's fine. You'll still need to make a self-control <laughs> check next time you use your I know. Ubix. Uh, what's my <laughs> self-control? Uh... <laughs> I don't like these colors. <laughs> uh, I have one in self-control. This can go bad. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, three under seven. So, I fail. I guess that's a point of stress. Um, yeah, take a point of stress. Uh, uh, you're only pet. You can't... You really don't want to break those. Burn to charges... Yep. Okay. So uh, again, we we cut to. Oh, and Jared just arrived. And hello, welcome, Jared. And let's not do anything like out of money or anything. Cut this bit out. A street cleaner is going past my window. Okay. Uh oh. So we will we'll take a break as Jared arrives. Hi, Jared. Uh, hey, we Jared. have just we have just gone to negotiation. Jared, negotiation was just about to begin. Um, they have uh, picked a job called their billion hands. Uh, which is um, probably going to involve looting the effect of a zombie movie director who recently committed suicide in the face of the actual zombie apocalypse. Oh, yeah. that sounds perfect. Yeah, this job isn't matter at all. I don't know what anyone's talking about. 
<laughs> and uh, Jared, why don't oh, yeah. you tell us about your character? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, sorry. I'm <laughs> still slightly frazzled from the over 30-minute delay of when I thought I'd be here. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so my character's handle is Factotum, uh, which is an overly large word for him to say that he's full of himself. Um, he fancies himself an expert in a little bit of everything. Uh, comes from a white collar background before the collapse and still wants to be in charge uh, at all opportunities. Oh, you're going to go along well with the professor. That's for sure. All right. So as um, the professor makes his self-control check to hand off his Ubix specs to the latent child. This guy walks in. I'm not a child. How old are 15. you, though? 16. You're 15? My son is older than you, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the same age as Factotum's daughter. Uh, that's, that's the nice thing about child soldiers. They're easily replaceable. Yeah, they're yeah. the children oh. and easily replaceable. That's the thing you guys should know. The very first session, we ended up having like everyone under 18, except for me and one other character, so that's Team Child Soldier. Oh, boy. Oh boy. So I well, this will be awkward. You just wait 10 years and you got another one. So I will bow when I take the, when I take the Ubix specs and recite Palm Psalm uh, 37, 21. The wicked borrows but does not pay back, but the righteous is generous and gives. Nice. <sighs> and uh, I guess Pat- we start with a leadership check, correct? Uh, Patrick muted himself because the thingy was coming back around. So yeah. that is correct, though. <laughs> yeah. All right. By, uh, by the way, the cra- the crash that you heard earlier, I have a fireplace insert in the chimney in the room that I'm sitting in, and my two year old walked up and slapped the hell out of it, and the metal plate over the stove went crashing down on the ground. So, oh boy, <clears throat> fantastic. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Patrick is still having street cleaner issues, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice. That reminds me of uh, one time I was waiting for a train to cross when I was in school. I was in a hurry to get somewhere. And uh train passed. The thingies didn't come up. I was confused. And then the motherfucker just started backing up. <laughs> <laughs> so that initially... So that initial leadership check is 11 over 4. God damn, Lonnie. Wow. I only have one in <laughs> We'll hit it now. <laughs> okay. Um, I think he's going to come back for one last pass. I don't, usually it's one done. This is up to like number three. It's never done this before. It's a lot yeah, of story about in, in Yorkshire, that's not surprising. No word of a lie, one of my main social concerns when Margaret Thatch died was which street party to go to. <laughs> no, there were literally more than one street party around here when Margaret Thatch died. Uh, my favorite yeah. thing about my birthday is Ronald Reagan died on it. Oh, for fuck's sake, this is that's, that's something to celebrate. Right? 
So I'm going to blame what? you personally for the cult of Reagan, uh, since when somebody dies, they become a martyr. <laughs> I mean, I I'm not going to say I didn't murder him. Anyway, Here's quit talking. I gotta edit this shit. <laughs> quit talking. <laughs> <laughs> Are you done? Are you done? Is so, done? Yeah, I'm done. It's it's coming again. Oh my god! <laughs> so, Lonnie, once it's good again, can you restate what your row is so I can cut like the last four minutes out without having to listen to it? That would be great. So that, oh, a- that leadership role was eleven over four. Okay, so that means five rounds of negotiation. It's, I think it's part. Oh my god! Right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, saga. Yeah, no, this the dramatic, the dramatic saga. So uh, yeah, you, you um, the the window opens. You're looking at. I'm just going to have to pass for otherwise nothing nothing will get done. Uh, you are looking at a man in his mid to late forties. Uh, trimmed beard, trimmed hair. He's sort of in what looks like um, an academic's office or den. So, you know, there's lots of bookcases around him. There is a movie poster just sort of clipped out of frame uh, for their billion hands. And that is... That is for April. So, uh, you can choose to go first. Uh, yes, that's, uh, and am I speaking to Martin Luther? Is that correct? That is correct, sir. And we are here to help you with your problem. Okay, so, uh, you can choose to go first. Okay. So, uh, he starts off talking, obviously, about, uh, things going on in the loss, in the recession, sorry, at the moment... Uh, things have been getting very political. Uh, a lot of his most recent work as a filmmaker has been propaganda. And he really wants to get away from that into documentary and, and, and history. And documentary is one of the most important historical events in human history, which happened five years ago. Uh, and sort of the, the importance of that as a cause. And, uh, you know, we, we, uh, we, we need to make sure that the story is told in its full context. We need to understand why things are going along. And so I'm, I'm reaching out to you to tell your story the way it needs to be told. So sort of doing this emotional heel uh, that he moves out on because he is confident. And as a client, he always moves. So So, uh, what is your play? Well, um, he's going to make an emotional appeal, but since I already know that the story of the blight has already been told thousands of years ago, I'm not necessarily needing him to remind me about it. I'm just going to um, use deception. <laughs> oh, so is that like um? It's going to be basically um. Well, I'm I'm certain that your that y- your people will find it very interesting, and we will certainly do our job because you're going to pay us. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, so I, I guess that is a deception. Sure, go for it. Uh, nope. Six under ten. Uh, you spend well? Uh, sure. I got two. I'll spend one. So you are two and And now we are at the scams. So scams happen in um, Ocean's Eleven time. I'll take this beforehand. So you can uh, find out a spot. You can uh, mess with the price. You already fight for the competition, so that's fine. Uh, what's the other thing you can do? Uh, I think you can give someone a bonus to a roll. So that'd be things like finding props that would help, I think, is the example. Oh my god, it's still good. Well, if, if, <laughs> if you guys would like to find me spots, I remind you that your negotiator has a charisma of one. <laughs> Why are you our negotiator again? Because you weren't fucking we here, Fat Totem. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> you woke up in a drunken stupor. Yeah, that was in character, by the way. <laughs> also fair. <laughs> well, maybe you can retain it by getting you a spot. Yeah. So, um, criminality to basically steal this guy's identity. Oh jeez! Because I have all his information. Because he's actually he's not dead like me. Yeah, he's a real person, so we're trying to mechanically work out a. Yeah, basically, I'm trying to figure out a spot through uh, okay. just basically stealing his identity and looking through his shit. Uh, that is a uh, twelve over three. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's go with weak. Okay, weak. Uh, so, Apple is always working on something big. Always, every project is quite my name. You know, he really made his name um, on the, the Billion Hands trilogy. I think Alan could sort of pick his jobs. He always learned for his name. It's probably going to be very promising or very challenging. Uh, he's today, and he's you know got a great reputation for giving less than 100%. I'm not too sure about things are going to turn out great. And they, they usually do, he's legitimately good. Um, so his new is he's ambitious. He's, he's, he's going to try and turn this into something. It's unlikely to be an emotional, like, give me the last thing my friend touched. It's probably like, get me this thing that I can make art from. So basically, he's a tool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, you, he goes next, pushing down one. He goes, well, yes. Um, but there, of course, are many different interpretations for uh, what has been uh, going after us, uh, what, has, what has happened to us, and I want to uh, get those those different interpretations on camera. So. Uh, I'm arranging something to be sent to you, which will uh, allow you to tell your story. Uh, he is playing a gift spot. So, a, a, a uh, what's the word? What's the, um, it's not ubiquity, uh, distributee. A distributee 
Uh, drone arrives, and it's, it's kind of funny because it's carrying a drone. So it's drones carrying drones. <laughs> Carrying drones, carrying drones, carrying drones, carrying drones. Drones, you like drones. No, that's not what the reception is. Yeah. So, yeah, a drone carrying a small flying camera unit. I want to make sure that, you know, the many stories out there have opportunities to be told. So you push it down and do, because, hmm, free stuff. So how do you resist? Just want everyone to know that I am a drone pilot. You can't resist against me. No, but what do you want to do? What do you want to tell me? How do you want to push um, I would like to use persuasion. Um, I'd like to tell him that it's a wonderful idea to send gifts but since what we're going to be searching for is probably going to be in a place that's not very accessible to drones, that it's really not much of a gift. Mm. So let's see what we get here. Oh, that's better. Seven over three. Uh, so you're on a fairly actually You've met each other in the middle. Okay. So you you really want to start playing those spots? Oh yeah, that's what they're for. Yep, scams. So uh, the uh, office has. So who would like to give me the next scam? Would they like to give me a spot, or would they like to improve the price? Or uh, I'm going to try and improve the price. <laughs> Funny, I was just going to say the same thing. Oh. Spots are also very useful. Yeah, spots uh, are really useful. So I, I'm happy to uh, try to get his... What, what did we get last time? We got his weak spot? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, no, then I am happy... I'm happy to go after his soft spot while you go after the price. Okay. Alrighty. Because um, I can make network checks for free. So. Yep. I'm sorry. Say that again. I was just saying. Uh, I can make. Yeah, I can make networking for free. Yeah, that that's good then. Yeah. Um. All right. So, so you want to go for the spot then, Jared? Yes, I'm just trying to figure out what the best skill for figuring out his soft spot would be. Uh, uh, probably sensitivity. Sure. You um, you you torrent a bunch of his films and, and really get into the art of it. Just try to try to get a read on this man. Okay. Uh, ten over five. Okay, so. Um, yeah, so you, you sort of go back and, and you watch the original trilogy, uh, and it's kind of, if Romero hadn't come first, we probably would call the Romero effect the Nevoth effect, after the director of the, the trilogy. Mm. Um, that Billion Hands, that trilogy was the, basically the last big zombie movie series before the crash, and for many people, uh, it wound up being the, the go-to guide for survival, like, oh, zombies happen, this is what zombies are? Um, and as you're looking through um, uh, Frederick Gable and, and uh, Thomas Neroth's art, and especially the stuff after that, a lot of their documentary work, uh, as they tried to detail some stuff that was going on in the crash, you get this, this crushing guilt, this tragedy, this 
very emotional filmmaking uh, of this sudden, immense, and completely unasked for responsibility. Um, at one point, Neroth literally is asking, you know, how many have died because I got zombies wrong? So his soft spot is Romero's guilt. Wow. That's that's rough. <laughs> I dig. Yeah, we can definitely use that. It's the end of the world. It gets a bit dark. I will remind you that the director committed suicide. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so he is going to sit on his turn and just sort of... You know, his, his reception has been kind of coolly received. He, he, he seems to be just sort of, okay, um, so tell me about life in the lost, I suppose. Um, like, I want to get a, a bit more understanding of that. So he gains one with his, his, his um, let's say, weak spot. Remind me what that is. Uh, my weak spot? Uh, I am a sucker for a pretty face. Or no, my weak spot is I'm on a, I'm on a mission from God. <laughs> yeah, so that so the the uh, negotiation breaks off for a bit to sort of talk about the role of God after this and you know, is this evidence against that and you, you know, kind of probably go from more apologist stuff and he sort of makes this quip about how, well, I'm not sure about God, but I'm pretty sure we met the devil. Uh, so so did he read my spot or is he trying to read my spot? He he has read your spot, it happens. You you can't really resist that. Okay. Um but you can resist him playing it. You can downplay the results of it, basically. Um so, what do you do on your turn, remembering that you have his weak and soft spots? Well, I'm going to mention the fact that it's it's very fine of him to talk of the glory of God. However, we also know about the glory of man. And we know that he would find a tremendous amount of glory in this story, which he can't do without our help. So, please pay us. So, yeah. trying to... Um... Trying to spin it as redemption, basically. Uh, more, more, more along the lines of using his his uh, glory spot. You know, he, he wants ambition. to be. Oh, his ambition spot. Say, sorry, sorry. Yeah. 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 Okay. So give me uh, that. Seven over four. Okay. He sends before, so you push up. He goes back. Okay, we are back into scams. Okay. So he um, has a trust spot left, or you can mess with the price. I'm going to mess with the price. Okay. How you can do that? Uh, okay. Go ahead. I was going to say um, the the because you found out the economy um, that does give suggestions as to what you can do to alter the price. So you can um, you have a scarce economy, which means that there is uh, more demand than there is a supply. Um, it's kind of a, a seller's market for the, the taker's perspective. This is actually a pretty good position for you. So if you ram- did something that would ramp up the value of your services, maybe you did something to really highlight the danger of the loss or um, your own skill set, uh, that would uh, make you look like you're worth more money. 
Patrick, I'm actually going to go in a different direction. Sure, um, go for it. Francis Justin, go, go for it. So the stuff he wants would be very, uh, very desirable to horror film nerds, right? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> well, it's uh, a terrible form of art. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is uh, I could, uh, you know, maybe call my buddy or use a, you know, I know a guy. I could yeah. use a reference to uh, maybe figure out what it would be worth to someone who's real big into horror movies. And we can use that as like, well, you know, we could get, we could sell it to you or we could sell it to someone who's really going to appreciate it and who would pay us a whole lot more. Mm. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Mm, that's good. Okay. Yeah, so so um, mechanically, like you're not giving Lonnie mechanical, you're not giving Lonnie a, a spot. What you're doing is you're messing with the price. So that would be yeah. you're the increasing the demand by getting it out there that there's soon going to be these rare Thomas Neroff, um things hitting the market. So you're sort of increasing, you're wetting the appetite, you're chumming the waters. Okay. Um, I'm going to put the word. Up. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. So uh, I think that increases the base price by a D10. Is that correct? Or is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a it's a D10. Okay. Um, sure, well, I guess I, my, the two guys I have on the table are for uh, you know, the negotiation is. So you do it. Um, also, because it's your action, and you didn't roll dice for um, for this because it's networking. So yeah, you, you know someone who would be interested in that, and you start dropping. Uh, uh, this this speculation in there, this this you know soon is going to be this this great thing to look out for. So roll a d10, and the base price goes up by that much. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to. Otherwise, I'll just let my buddy Savini know that. Uh, hey. Four. Okay. So base price is now seventeen. So he. Has been looking at you for a while, Lonnie, and I'm just talking about, you know, the greatness of uh, what he can do with this material, and of course the the role of faith in this, and how important faith is. And then he sort of he actually comes back at you with with some scripture, you know, faith. Prayer without works is dead. Uh, uh, or is it prayer lest it be without works? Is it, it's faith without works. Like, lest it be with yeah, it is dead. Uh, so, you know, it, it's, it's all very well to talk about mm, the role of God in men, but uh, with, with, with this, with, with this uh, cathartic, um, I, I know Martin Luther, you know, it's not, uh, Catholicism isn't exactly a thing, but, you know, there's a, there's a lot to be said for, for confession and getting things off your chest. It's it's psychologically beneficial, even if it's not necessarily, you know, my cup of tea, uh, theologically and religiously. Um, I, I myself am more of a, an Episcopalian. Or, uh, is that right? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he, he is he's talking shop with you uh, religiously to uh, talk about how, you know, this, this uh, is going to be really important to... Uh, to preach and to get word out and to offload sin and grief. And it's going to be really important for, you know, not, not, not just 
uh, the wallets, but for the soul. So uh, you can roll deception to dead face it and just be like, well, yeah, but I still got a fucking eight. I could do that. I hope you can. In the meantime, I will internally recite Psalm 101.3. Anyways, which I will leave to you. But uh, ties go to the market, so I will spend my last will and flip that. Okay, so he has one push. Uh, If you play a spot, you can push him back. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I will um, remind him that it's all well and good to talk about um, setting it straight and telling our story, but our story wouldn't be told if people hadn't abandoned us in our time of need. So, deal with that guilt, sir. (laughs) Okay, so... uh... You're, uh, you're twisting the knife rather than going for a comforting angle. Right. Okay. Especially okay. a mere child like myself. Ooh, I grew up in the world you made. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> Shall we call that persuasion? Yeah, yeah. It could even be intimidation if it's better. I mean, you've got charisma ones. No one can be one, so it doesn't really matter. They can't but, it didn't, but it didn't go. Two under three. Damn it. Two under three. Okay, so uh, he pushes you back on. Don't I get one automatically for the spot, though? <clears throat> oh, that's uh, right. You, you want to spend a will? I, I spent one to resist his push. I think that puts you out of will. Yeah, so yeah, you by, by playing his spot, you've got an automatic one. He had one on you. It cancels out. So yep. you stay where you are. Okay, last scan. If anybody wants to get me that last spot, I can at least hold our position if I keep rolling like crap. Okay, I mean I can go for that. So we have the we've got the soft spot. The the only spot left is tough, or you can up the uh, base price again. I think I'm gonna go for the. T- can I use what research to find the tough spot? Yep, yeah. yep, yeah, I'd allow that. Uh, okay. This guy being in a session research is going to be one of research and yeah. primary things, but at accept cases for anything. Okay. Is there any so way I've that got seven? No, nope. never mind. You already rolled. Yeah, I was saying was I wrote seven over. Th- I got seven over three, so I did succeed my research row. Sure. So you know, you're seeing this this account he's using is this anonymous, you know, abc one two three at hotmail dot com email kind of thing. Um, he's on this this uh, disposable phone. He's a propaganda maker for the recession government. He's probably very afraid of being caught and uh, being seen doing this. Like, you're not supposed to be interacting with people on the other side of this. Um, April's in the recession <laughs> looking for a loss-based proxy. The recession government is obviously trying to tightly control the message, you know, the media and, and, and sort of getting at it. So he's probably going to be monitored fairly closely and too closely to slip out and do it himself. This will be, because the test spot is, why is he hiring you and not doing it? And he's doing it because he's being too tightly monitored. So the location isn't too far, but he, he's, he definitely get caught if he slipped out. And his test spot is, who films the filmmaker? Uh, if you were to threaten him with writing him out to the DHQS or something like that, or sympathize with him about living under the, the eye of Big Brother. 
that market Okay. So relay that along to the Buffalo soldier. Yeah. Uh, he is going to push back one because um, he's uh, running out of spot. This is the last round. Uh, so he is going to just say, um, look, I, I appreciate all of what you're talking about, but and this sounds so cliche to, to have to actually say, but I mean, do you know who I am? And uh, he's suddenly going on a uh, it's a pathos that's appealed to credentials. But he, he starts listing off that, you know, I, I, I made uh, that in hands, I made the language demons speak. I mean, I can tell you all about the complicated scenery that goes into setting up that uh, that whole scene. But, I mean, it's a thousand extras. It's a machine with a million moving parts. I understand that life can be complicated very, very much, but, um, you know, don't, don't put it like I don't understand. We, we've been envisioning this. We've been envisioning the zombie apocalypse long before it actually happened. I, I probably understand it better than you do. <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers, no, he doesn't. Spoilers, no, he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, so he, he gets back one push. Uh, Lonnie, do you want to come down on him with some righteous fury? Absolutely. Because, number one, he's wrong. <laughs> but number two... Um, should he really be talking about this with somebody on the other side of the fence where his bosses might find out? Does he really want to let it be publicly known that he's trying to get all this stuff? Because it's all a message away. Okay. And so, that would uh, be persuasion. Yeah. That would be persuasion? That would be persuasion. Again, it could be intimidation. Uh, so uh, let's see. Do I have intimidation? I do not. That's the one thing I don't have. So let's go with persuasion. Okay. Shame. That would have been great intimidation. Yeah. Uh, nope. Didn't get it. Darn it. So I get the um, one. He gets the one. It cancels out. Move. Yeah. Okay, so final stage. There's no competition undercut. There's just leadership. Do you go down to... His price, or does he come? Or, or does he come? Do you come up to his price, or do you, does he come down to yours? Okay. And right now, if I remember correctly, we are at uh, we are at Hazard Bay. Okay, so let's wish me luck. Yay, eleven okay. over eight. Okay, so it comes up to Hazard Bay. Woohoo! Oh, so what are our break points? Great points are um, two plus your number of dependents. It's, well, no, it's how mean, much to what are, eat. What are my characters' right. break points? I mean, my, my team's break points. Uh, operator's break point is four. Uh, let's see, low end's break point is. You said yours is four, Chris? Yes. I factored in. Uh, low is my, three. Mine is also three. For shears. Uh, professor is four. Okay. 
Uh, Factotum's breakpoint is five. Dang. Really glad we had our face doing this fucking job. Yep. God damn it, operator. Can you not be Thanks a for fucking showing up on time, Factotum. Well, I'm sorry. Unlike some of you losers, I have things to tend to when I'm not working. Okay, so... Fuck you! Now that, now that negotiations... I'm glad that our characters are getting along. <laughs> so, now that you're uh, you're done uh, with that, you can sort of get specific. So, he gives you the coordinates to a log cabin in the countryside that belonged to Thomas Naroth, the internationally famous director of the zombie movie film, uh, series The Billion Hands Before the Crash. Uh, and he says that the original prints of the first trilogy of the film... Um, total value was 65, Sid. Uh, yeah, quite nice. Yeah. Uh, so the original uh, reels of the film trilogy uh, are going to be, he believes, in Thomas's uh, wall safe there. So the job is get to Thomas's cabin and get the films. Uh, fairly simple. It's three legs away. Um, you can walk it fairly easily. Excellent. Okay. And I will, with a great show of wiping off the glasses, hand them back to the professor. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Take out some like wet wipes and wipe them over again. Like, disinfectant. <laughs> Just into the beer. <laughs> Okay. So, um, last chance for good boys. Uh, and last chance to get ready if there's anything you need to get before you venture out into the wasteland. I don't have any bounty, so. There is that. <laughs> okay. Let's see. So. I, so. Go ahead. I was going to say, what I'm bringing to the table with my limited playing. So far is just firepower, I guess you could say. I've got, I'm, you know, packing a silenced rifle, a machete, and a Kevlar vest. I have a, so. I have a heavy rifle and no armor, so uh, it's going to be great. Before we head out, I'm probably going to buy some Kevlar just in case. Okay, so um, let's double check how much that is. I think it's full, but don't quote me. Let's see. Hey. I think. Hey, uh, hey, child. Child soldier. Martin Luther. Yes. Did I, uh, did I hear correctly that you got a drone? Yes, we did. I kept lowering. That's that to me. We'll take care of okay, it. Well, um, yeah, it, Do you it, have it, a it, drone? Daddy, play my game. <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh god, yeah. I know. The uh, drone has surveillance suites. So I'm just double checking the uh, page for it. Yeah. So it's surveillance suite. So it's it's a it's a filming drone. Uh, and it has whisper drive because you didn't want to mess up the uh, the audio of the film. Be completely silent. That's all? Hmm. Uh yeah, it still needed an active cameraman, so it doesn't have autocomplete. Uh, it wasn't a combat drone, so it doesn't have Need for Hall or Kamikaze or Starlight. Actually, it might have Starlight for being a lighting ring. 
No, there wouldn't be a camera really and a lighting route. That would look terrible. Yeah, it has surveillance suite and whisper drive. All right, I can work with this. Okay. So, do you have? Is that your last? Anything else you need to get? You get. You've got some. Uh, oh yeah, you need to roll networking to get that Kevlar. Uh, yeah, you, you, uh, you, oh, you, you have you have it. Yep, I know a guy. You know a guy. Uh, so you buy things outside of calibration so, for... Clarification. Yep. Clarification question for the future. Uh, can other party members network on behalf of somebody to get them their gear? That is a good question. Um... Yes, if, if it's in sort of the context of the, the group, like um, in, a, in a game I played with Chris and Noah, I networked to get someone some suppressant because things have gone bad. Okay. Uh, so Yeah, so you, you can network for other people, but obviously it has to come out of their money. So to, to buy what are we going to... I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm, I apologize. Um, so yeah, the, the cost is upkeep times two, if you're not buying a cash creation, so that's eight bounty or... Uh, that Kevlar, Aaron. Wait, I'm not. I'm not getting modular. I'm just getting the base. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the the upkeep is a. Oh, is it just? I don't know. I'm almost definitely doing that. Okay. Uh, do 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 do. Padded gloves, Kevlar, helmet, Kevlar. Yeah, four upkeep per purchase. Yeah, so there's just four. Yeah. Uh, isn't it? Upkeep times two. Like it's not just base. Yeah, no, it is. It is times two if you're not buying a couch creation. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, right. it's a. Gotcha. Okay. No problem. Is that everything? Uh, uh, are we going to sell the drone that we don't need? Style. Yeah. No. no, we are not. Chris wants to use it. Also, uh, does someone want me to network and get them anything, since I can do that? I, I mean, I don't have any money to buy for, so... Gotcha. Alright. Yeah. Also, just a heads up, selling a drone... Do you vanished into the distance. Oh, uh, Patrick, one more thing. What were the yeah. upgrades again for the drone? Whisper drive and surveillance suites. Also, you okay. vanished into the distance on your last question. I think you maybe moved away from the microphone. All right, we're good. Something else, yeah. Okay. So, uh, you you can do um, ones. to skip any of the legs. There are three legs. Uh, any one you can choose to skip one by having a little role play so you can make talk about life in the apocalypse, essentially. So, at any point you want to do that, you can. Chris, you want to skip a leg and talk to me? Oh, yeah, let's have a fight. Yeah. Okay, so leg one, everyone cut. Uh, everyone mark off a ration. Uh, do you want me to look at the table for randomly generating the topic? No, I I, I think our own deteriorating <laughs> relationship is good enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't, yeah, I'm fine with you guys not asking about the new new guy in the group. That's 100% okay. Yeah, so, we call it the new guys in the group. Just like sorts in the background. Yeah. So uh, you are walking through um, this 
a remote ex-urban area, you know, um, you're getting into sort of farmland, farmhouses. There's not a lot to see. It's just sort of overgrown fields, the occasional cups of trees. Uh, so what does Operator do that pisses uh, mine off? No, no, Loen's in charge here. Sure, what about Uh You know what? I'm just going to start by making an innocuous comment about how nice how nice the area is. And you know what? I'm going to let the operator take it from there. Oh, damn it. Man, uh, no, I'm just going to be like, man, you know, it's, it's kind of cool seeing nature take back over, take everything back over, isn't it? <laughs> just yeah, seeing I mean, all the... Uh, yeah, it oh, is God, really God. nice seeing humanity die. You're right. Jesus H. Christ. We're, we're going to do this, huh? In front of the new people and everyone else. This is what, what? we're doing. What? What are we doing? Apparently, I can't say a goddamn thing without you finding something wrong with it. Every oh, get over time. your fucking self. You know, maybe I fucking would if you didn't... If you didn't find fault with every goddamn thing I do. What are you talking about? I'm sorry that I am trying to get us all... I am trying to set us to a higher fucking standard. Whatever. You just... You do it all the time. You know you do it. You don't want to admit it, but that's okay. I'll be the bad guy. I always am. It's always low in fault. Sorry, someone's, someone's fuck uh, over yourself. Something's wrinkling around. Yeah, who's doing that? Sorry, that's probably argue, me. You're good. We argue. It's my fault. You don't want to have sex. It's my fault. Uh, something's missing. It's my fault. Just you know the usual, whatever. Oh my god, you self-entitled little baby! Whatever. I already admitted it was my fault. Let's. Let's just move the fuck on. Can we do it? Oh, yeah, no, it's always your fault. Guys, shut the fuck up. Some of us are trying to rest. At this point, Martin Luther is very glad that he's at the very front. (laughs) (laughs) We should point out, probably for listeners and new people, Owen and Operator are in a very, very toxic relationship. Yeah. So... Will they, won't they? Well, will they, won't they? Can both refer to sex and murder. Yeah. yeah. As in all the best relationships. As in all the all best right. relationships. So, uh, I'm going to make a self-control check. You can make the same yourself if you want, low-end. Yeah, yes. Yeah, well, so this is going to be a self-control check for people being like, oh, these are the people watching my back. Good. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna take a self control as well. Yeah, no, yeah. I failed that self control check. So, how many points of detachment do I take? You failed it just one. Is... Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I got a tie. So I, I failed it as well. So that's uh, that's some detachment. People, people, well, people watching will say, um, I'll say stress for people watching because it's for people. It's, it's more like oh, fucking cool. Like, it's yeah, for them. It's yeah, more personal, stress. and it's like that relationship. Yeah. Yeah, so everyone, you know, everyone's taking a self-control check. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It turns out. I mean, there's maybe going to have a busy fit in the middle of a zombie fight. 
Oh, six. There's like, yeah, two. I got two under three. Yeah, I rolled one, I rolled two under seven. Yeah, and if you fail, it's a point of stress. It's a point of stress if you fail. Yep. Four over three three calls me a child. Yep, nothing if you pass. Since Chris and I failed, do we take stress or detachment? Detachment, because it's your relationship. It's how well you're having this romantic relationship with another person, and it's not very well. This is how relationships die. Yep. I mean, yeah. it's the zombie apocalypse, and we are all, like, not great people. Yeah. We are the walking dead. <sighs> so so that's like one. Uh, that's your first day. So everyone mark off that uh, ration if you haven't already. Yep. Okay. Alrighty. Okay, so day two. Uh, your path uh, sort of skirts your path of the smaller towns, and you're heading, you know, down this, this deserted street past the church, uh, and there's something moving in the graveyard. Uh, who's uh, scouting for us? Who is scouting? I have a two awareness. Yeah, I have two awareness. Yeah, so do I. So I'm, I could also be the scout. Honestly, that's probably exactly what happened, seeing as I'm playing a control freak. I have a long-range scope on uh, my rifle. Yeah, I was going you to win. say, though, I have Awareness 3 and binoculars. Really want to maximize your chances here. All right. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, like, I can, uh, I guess Professor could, like, point out that there's, like, hey, there's movement in the graveyard. <laughs> yeah. That's so, like, scouts. So who's rolling? Uh, I think they... Uh, you had three. Yeah. Whoever has uh, three awareness. Lonnie. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, seven over five. So there are um, a couple of casualties in the graveyard. Not that surprising. Uh, You look a little closer, you've got um, one is male, Caucasian, uh, and in uh, a wheelchair. Uh, He must have died in the wheelchair or something and and not moved to get out of it. You know, they they don't have the motor skills to work a wheelchair. Um, So he, he, he died in it when he was put in it. Uh, and there's a sort of across from a second casualty who is standing, also male, uh, African American. And it's sort of, because of how they're positioned, it's sort of as if they're staring at each other, but, you know, the zombies, they're just sort of blankly staring into space. Yeah. I will point this out to the group. I'm not real. <clears throat> The wheelchair worries me, frankly. Yeah. Um, so anyone can make an untrained um, intelligence check, or the professor can make art history. Oh, okay, I'll take an art history check. I don't yeah. know how that like, factors in here. I have a plus two. Also, so. what is an untrained intelligence check? Um, sorry, just, um, flat, um, just flat, flat, flat intelligence. So the, the D10, um, and then you want to get under your intelligence. All right. Oh, so defaulting. Yeah. Take nope. a point of stress. 
Assessing the GM. <laughs> Take a bunch of shots. <laughs> I didn't realize there was a mechanic. Uh, that's a uh, eight over three. Okay, so um, that's that's weird to you, Professor, because this seems to be. I mean, so the third the third movie in the trilogy is called The Grave of Terence Nim. And it's sort of about this wheelchair-bound racist veteran survivor trying to make his way across deserted America to a survival enclave and being hounded by this single black zombie onto whom I like. It's a really great performance piece because it's all sort of about this this one actor just like acting the fuck out of it, and he's projecting all this this hatred and, and onto the the zombie who just sort of stands there and looks at him and kind of improbably follows him, and that's sort of how he learns empathy. Um. Yeah, it's sort of like that. Yeah, I I tell this like to the others. Like this looks staged. It's fucked up. Hmm. Yeah, it's real fucked up. Also, well, movies aren't so... really, also movies aren't real art. Like <laughs> on the other hand, history, like classical art history. Well, oh, yeah, but there isn't really that's... a like. It's described as like a um. In, in the story, they're described as like zombie movie art movies. Like, if you were making an art movie mm. about zombie movies, so it's like, and then when I was writing, it was like, how can I represent, have you seen this film? So it could be research. Oh, yeah, it could yeah. be, I, I was doing it as intelligence because it's how big of a turn are you? Uh, yeah. But we, we can uh, work out another mechanic if, if that feels weird to you. Can I? Yeah, I mean, like, most of, uh, like, he's, like, art history, as in, like, classical art. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it's just sort of, uh, like or contemporary, yeah. like modern art, but not specifically movies. So that is yeah, yeah. just the job is about movies. But counterpoint: we can scavenge things. Up. We can scavenge those ca- uh, casualties. I mean, we could scavenge them, but would they have anything on them if they are set up as art, like an art project? They would already probably be scavenged, right? Yeah, more likely we're walking into a trap. Yeah, this is this is Probably. you know my bullshit buttons, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, also, who would go to these links and where are they? Good. Hey, we got a free ass drone. We do have Fly a free ass drone. Fly it, son of a bitch, over that. See if there's anything else there. If not, yeah, it does drive, so. that I'll spend a draw. I'll makes spend a, charge, a lot charge. of sense. Yeah. Yep. Ask. Astrons, by the way, my favorite drones. <laughs> Which drone are you from? Uh, six I over four. Your, nice. your new one. Uh, I'm using my drone because it's optimized. Okay, and what upgrades does it have? All of them. Okay, so it's got Whisper. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it sort of just flies around, and there's there's enough light, natural light left that you don't need to use the inbuilt light. You sort of hover around it, the the zombies, just out sort of outside their field of view, and yeah, they're kind of just impassively standing there. Um, but because you've got this camera and you've got this different angle on it, you see that is that. So the the zombie in the wheelchair, his arms are strapped to the chair. He couldn't wheel it if he wanted to. His legs were also strapped. The zombie standing. Is his, his, its its hands are bound? It could walk, but it couldn't grab. Hmm. All right, this this thing was all right. 
I'm spitballing here, guys. Pretty sure. Yeah, no, go for it. I'm pretty sure this thing was uh, placed here. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that seems likely. So, what's the odds of somebody being a huge fan? So, I mean, if they're, if these things are subdued regardless, I say, like, regardless, we have Psycho Fan that's staging stuff along the way. We'll just go in there, see what we can take, and uh, maybe we, you know, get a leg up if we see another one of these kind of things further down the road. So, yeah, keep, us, keep our eyes open, and like, if you see something, say something. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, but everybody awesome. keep eyes outward because now we have reason to think that something could happen. Yeah. So, so Shears is going to save a bullet and walk in there with her machete, and it, I guess take out the one with le- that's on his legs first. That his hand, hands are bound. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give me a melee check. I will also, of course, burn a ration for that. Yep. And. And my daughter wants me to give her some orange juice, so <laughs> I'll give you guys priority. Orange juice is very important. Oh, so, very so much. She, is, she is raises the um, the machete, and then the movie starts buffering, and she just sort of <laughs> she sort of stays there, <laughs> and a little uh, spinny logo comes up. <laughs> buffering, buffering. Nice. Oh, I got a, I got uh, ten over six, so I succeeded. Oh, fuck so it. So I, I take that zombie out with the machete. Yeah, it sort of turns to you and looks at you with these, these, you know, cold eyes, grasping. It, it's sort of clenching its fingers and, and sort of extending them. It's, it's, it's sort of bound by the wrist, sort of like it's handcuffed. So its fingers can move, but they're not in great grabbing position. And then you just sort of chunk machete down, uh, which isn't great at cutting through bone, but if you get it in the skull, it's nice and good. And it just sort of drops. Passively. The one in the chair is just sort of kind of trying to, like, toddle a scoop towards you. Like, it, it, it's, it's limbs are bound, it can't move. It's got this Confederate flag draped across its chest, which is bloody. Uh, and you see that the, the wound in its neck looks kind of ragged and fresh. You realize um, whoever did this probably tied a human to the wheelchair. And had the other zombie bite him. <clears throat> so roll self control. Is is that for everybody? Or uh, to, only she is close enough to realize that. Hmm. Well, that is seven nine. So I did fail that. Uh, point of trauma. So all right, that detachment, I guess, or stress. Uh, I guess it'll be a detachment. Yeah. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, detachment. Because why would a human being go to this length? Yeah. Okay. Can I scavenge yeah. the one that uh, Adam killed? Go if you want to fucking fight Adam, I killed that thing. Back your pussy ass up. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a man, uh, Aaron? Is your character male? Hell yes, I am. Back up. I got this. You know, you pussies want to walk in here, so I'm going to go ahead and kill the other one. Do I even need a row for it since it's no, bound in the it's, chair? It's a zombie and it's in a chair. And I'll give you this for free. There's no bounty. Told you. They've been picked clean. 
I'm going to take the Confederate flag. It's bloody. And I'm going to wad it up. Well, if this person screwed up, this may be something to mess with them later on down the road. She is latent as well, I believe, isn't she? Yeah. Yes. So yeah, it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't matter to her. Okay, that's fair. It matters to all of, the, all of us now. Hmm. You want this? <laughs> and I hand it over. To, I, I wave it toward Aaron's character. No, no, I'm good. You can oh, have it. Okay. I'm trying to sit my goddamn bounty. <laughs> Operator, fight for my fight for my honor. Uh, everyone, everyone give me, um, everyone give me foresight checks. Or oh, someone give me a foresight check, it's a one and done kind of thing. Yeah, I don't, oh shit, I don't have foresight. Uh, I rolled an uh, eight over one. Uh, the graveyard is my But the church might have something good in it. The church might have canned food drives. It's the sort of thing that play people might go to for, um, uh, for shelter, so there might be other bodies to loot in there, and it looks it looks closed. So, if you're going to scavenge anywhere, scavenge in the church, not the graveyard. Gotcha. Yo, let's get hey, in there, guys. guys. <sighs> let's go, everybody inside. I mean, there could be more uh, walkers in there. That's true. There could be. We need to make the fucking money, okay? I mean, do you really think this would be the sort of guy that would say, put a zombie on a crucifix? Do you think that would be this sort of guy? Or just, just I'm, I'm not saying that's in there. Just do you think that might be in there? Maybe. Let's find out. I don't, I don't fucking care. I'm going <laughs> money is. on this job. Let's get it the fucking... So you, you open the doors to the uh, the church. It It has been sort of... It was a place of refuge, so there were, you know, uh, the, the pews have been pushed aside. Uh, there's lots of scuffs on the floors. It looks like a couple of gunshots have gone off. Don't think maybe this is a place of active infection or recent infection. There's a lot of dust everywhere. Uh, so, yeah, if you're going to scavenge, scavenge here, because there's a lot more stuff. Yeah, I, I definitely want to scavenge. Okay. So one person give me a scavenge roll as you pick over the, the church. That is a four over three narrow success. Ooh. Okay, uh, which I believe means you find four bounties worth of uh, of loot. Well, say so you, you you find it as, as four bounty um, in the office. Uh, you find a uh, you know an, an, an I'm sorry note from the reverend. You know, they came to me uh, for protection. I couldn't offer it to them. Uh, they, I gave them uh, ooh, just just to be extra sad. We'll say that there's some you know uh, dirt graves in the in the graveyard that were clearly recently dug and not by a professional. Mm. Uh, there's there's four of them, and you find four uh, driver's licenses. Okay, that's worth pocketing. Yep, you have found full bounty. Okay, uh, but other than that, you know, there was a canned food drive, but that was five years ago. What wasn't eaten has gone bad. Uh, lots of Bibles, but they've been brain damaged. You you picked all the value out of this place. All right, roll. Okay, so mark off that ration for the leg. Try to keep the legs short because I know we have limited time for Aaron. Oh, I, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't expecting you to shorten the game for me. No, I, mean, I also I also don't want to do the thing like in the um, gladiatorial arena and the swimming 
uh, pulls where like the leg becomes the session. So yeah. Oh okay. god. I got you. Yeah. So you're getting pretty close. You are walking through these these winding uh, country trails where things aren't really paved. Uh, a lot of stuff is just left wild. Uh, and as you're trekking through this this overgrown, untended land, the sky opens. The raindrops are thick. They're heavy. They're fast. They're loud. Visibility just cuts to half in an instant. The rain is is roaring where it hits the ground. The dirt road you're on just turns to grasping, choking mud in an instant. God fucking damn it! So oh, yeah, that. Give me your coat. Uh, how about a please? Give me your coat, or else the 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 thing I use to help us fucking survive is going to get destroyed. Whatever. Hand through my jacket. Anyway, sorry, I should go ahead. So mechanically, this leg, you have a choice. You can push through the rain, which is a stress test and an extra ration as you have to, you know, dry off and heat up uh, at the end of the leg. Or there is a barn. So you can save that ration the stress test or go in the barn. I'm going to make a very vocal vote for the barn. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say barn. Barn. There are casualties in that barn, but let's fucking do it. I, uh, I, I agree, and this, also yes. This shit being broken. <clears throat> Anything is better than walking through rain. Alright, let's fucking do this. And in those days, people will seek death and will not find it. That one's just kind of general use in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, That's valid every day. <laughs> uh, Patrick. Can I yes. operate a drone in this weather? Um, no. Yeah, the rain is All right. too heavy. Visibility is cut so bad. Uh, it's, it's like Agent um, Smith Neo in Matrix 3. Heavy rain. Yeah. Uh, well. So you say you I'm not fighting. Okay. So I'm who's going to the bomb first? Yeah. I'm not. Okay. You know what? I'll go first. Oh, professor, wait, wait a second. I'm sorry. Who just volunteered? Uh, we, I did, but we could go in together. Hold up, Prof. I'm sorry. Are you are you the, are you the 16 year old character? No, that's funny. No. Okay. Guys, let's just let the Leightons go in first. Yeah, that sounds good. That's why we're here. You ready, kid? Oh yeah, to come out screaming and murder us when you H- die. Yeah, that, H- that's H- why you're here. Beauty. Shut the fuck up, operator. I mean, we could always we could always knock on the door if there's anyone there. All right, I'm gonna vote that the kid not go in first. Hmm. The kid's not going in first, anyways. <laughs> All right. I know what happened the last time I went through a door first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got a phobia at this point. <laughs> Did you go? Did you go through the door, or did the door go through you? Yes, Patrick, yes. So, Patrick, how does the doors open? Do they swing in and out, or are they on like a like no, a rail? They, they swing. Uh, so you you knock, and there is no response, at least no verbal response. But then it's like it's the really loud kind of rain that kind of sort of hisses and roars where it comes down. So I mean, if it's something quiet, you wouldn't hear it. Fuck. 
All right. So my full pointed at the door, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Cautiously opening, like kind of open a door a little bit, and then push it, or yeah, pull it the rest of the way open with my the barrel of my gun, just kind of you know, you know, get it to a point where I can swing it open. Self control. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, pe- the people making first entry, uh, self-control versus trauma. Oh boy. Okay. Ooh, and over three. That's a fa- I failed that one. Three over ten. Uh, take two. This is actually pretty bad. Ah, uh, shit. Okay. So, you know, you know how barns have hail, like halos, those, those sort of half floors? Uh, where you sort of store the hay, you'd guess that um, a bunch of survivors had holed up in here and were having a last stand on the hayloft until the struts fell. Oh. Uh, So there are a lot of casualties, um, dead from gunshot wounds. There are a small number... There are... That is what I'm roasting out. Five uh, casualties still in the barn. They are six shambles away. Uh, some of them look pretty fresh, like not vectors, but like they haven't gone like Walking Dead zombies, where they like are in amazing makeup and falling apart. Uh, <laughs> there, okay. there are a Help. number of corpses around. Like this, this was the site of a pitched battle until. Okay, wait, so, like, you're finding it hard to step somewhere that isn't squelching in a way that you don't like. All right, so my suggestion is, like, they start coming toward us, like, we just keep control of the door. We create a choke point. You can just sit here. If we got two people holding the door, too, someone can sit there for a rifle and just pick them off one by one as they keep walking through the door. So I'm saying... At least, if it's a one-person kind of door thing where one person holds it, then it would—I could do like a resistance yeah. check, and then that would, like, you know, yeah, kind you of could, foul them down. You could resist single foul one of the door shuts, and that would, yeah, act as a bottleneck. Bottleneck, <laughs> yep, funnel them out one by one. Okay, so everyone give me initiative then, if you're uh, going to try and fight the uh, How would you do initiative? Uh, D10 one plus D10. speed. One down plus speed. Five. Thirteen. Eight. Twelve. Seven. I'm not gonna waste my fucking bullets. Yep, yeah, I'm a. Uh, I guess. Well, you missed your initiative order, which you act snooty and above the door. All right. Uh, well, in that case, it is eleven. Okay. So it goes 13, 12, 11, 8, 7, 5. Okay, we just have what that was. Yeah, that was good. Okay, so 6, 5, and 9. But, yeah. Black is mass, and red is distance. Yeah, so black 6, red 5. Okay, so 13. I think that was the professor. So, my gun is loud. I don't know if it's a... Yeah, it's a heavy rifle. I can't suppress that thing. 
imagine. So, yeah. Why don't because, you? Hey, oh god! It's a thirty on it's a thirty on six like unused rifle. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I was moose hunting. Okay. Like, All right. These so aren't moose. Every time you fire that I, gun, another mob comes our way. I mean, hey, it's also like raining super heavily. So Actually, why don't you hold the door? I What's mean, your I strength could, at one. Fuck. I'm a, dude, I'm a <laughs> professor. Like, he runs to keep in shape. He doesn't lift weights. <laughs> okay. Why don't uh, you watch for other casualties? Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna keep watch. Basically, like, look around us. Okay. Uh, 12. Yep. Uh, so I actually have a suppressed handgun, so I'm going to shoot a zombie without attracting a bunch of attention. <laughs> Go for it. Um, seven over five. Okay. Uh, you pop one of the uh, farmhand-looking fellas in his dungarees. He goes down. Uh, Eleven. All right. Uh, I pull out my drone. <clears throat> I pull out my drone. Uh, I believe that's all I can do this round, unless I can actually. I'm. What are you, gonna... you want to use your drone? You could like you. You can do two actions if you want to burn your quench. Yeah, they're too far away to be attacking in front of a few rounds, so you can use your twitch. Is right, this yeah, a no. window? Because you know. No, no, it's not. Also, um, no, I, I will pull out my drone and I will. This is my fully upgraded one, so I'll set it up okay. for a uh, surveillance suite. Okay. Uh, eight. Alright, so I think I got. I was. I'm next, I believe. Uh, okay, so. Yeah. So, yeah, I had eight. So, they're not in a point where I have to hold the door yet. So, I'm going to go ahead and crack crack a shot off with my silenced rifle. And let's see. I got a plus two on shoot. So, yeah, that is three over two. So, I did I did a thing. Down goes the uh, lady with the drum box. Okay. <laughs> I know they used to be him, they have characteristics. <laughs> I, misspoke. I misspoke, by the way. I have a handgun and not a, and not a, uh, a rifle. My bad, but it doesn't matter, but just keep going. What's the bullet? So, seven. Uh, that was me. Go for it. Alright, I have a uh, silent handgun, so I'm going to start shooting. It's a good default. Go for it. Oh, bear in mind, um, because they're quite far away, you can, um, uh, I'll go back to the people before, but you can shoot twice if you take your full turn to full action. Okay, I'll shoot twice then. Yeah, I'll go back to sheets uh, and facts. Um, so yeah, give us, give us two. Okay, the first one is uh, the seven over six with my shoot score. So... Oh. So that's very well when he was alive. Yeah. All right, and then roll for the second one. Mm-hmm. 
Three over nine. Uh, she's she's kind of doing the um, Resident Evil Four sway, so you kind of miss the headshot. Nice. Yeah. So I So I was just like, I was like, I was like, I was like, I was Ubix or some form of uh, uh, I, Professor Hass. They're yeah. running uh, or yeah, some form of what? Ubix or Specs or something. Most of you do. All right. Yeah, I've got like, thing for most like packages. So. All right, I'm gonna spend a charge. Make sure uh, we have TacNet open. TacNet open. Cool. Everyone knows what's going on. Okay, so um, Factor Edmund Shea, get your second shots in. Because as I say, I forgot that you were, you could take all okay. actions. All right, so I got a four over three. So I pick out another one. I'll burn another charge. Yeah, she looks like uh, yeah, she looks like she might have been pregnant, but mm. too late now. Too late now. And uh, Factor Edmund, you got a second shot. Remember. Yes, right. Uh, seven under ten. So uh, I miss. Yes. Yeah, the two that are left, you'd say, uh, maybe some of the older ones, the ones that were casualties during the initial battle, because they are more decrepit. Uh, you know, the, the, the hair's kind of fallen off, the facial features have kind of rotted, and, and the but light is, is thicker, so it's hard to make out specific details. Um, uh, I don't have a gun, so I'm just going to stand by the door, just watching them shoot casualties. Okay. Uh, that's, um, they're shambled forward. Four legs away. Four shambles away. Casualties aren't particularly threatening. Until you get really close. So we go back up to the top. Um, so you were assessing the uh, area around that. So, as I say, it's probably as you're in one of those really hard rainstorms where the, rainstorms, where the um, rain drops are really thick. So that it's like trying to stare through um, like a bead curtain. You know, the, the line of visibility isn't, isn't completely blocked, but there's so much movement and it's quite... You know, there's all the pellets that it does kind of <laughs> cut maximum visibility. Um, you're not seeing any response to this um, because the rain is over such a wide area. You do see casualties, but they're kind of meandering generally. Like they follow sound, and sound is everywhere, so they don't know where to go. Uh, so, is there anything else you want to talk about? Or are you still keeping an eye out? I'm still keeping an eye out. Okay, we'll pop down. Uh, so because if I, start, if I start shooting, that's just going to bring more attention, and I don't think anyone wants that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I haven't quite cut through the haze, and then right here, it's great. Uh, back to you. Yes. Uh, back to you in the initiative order. How many are left standing? 
Okay, then I'm I'm definitely taking a pot shot at one of them. Uh, if only to end on a more positive note than whiffing. Yeah. Yeah. Your full full round action, you can take two shots. Nope, I whiff harder. That's four under ten. <laughs> Damn it! Rounds <laughs> mark of charges. Yes. I'm apparently not a good shot. Are you going for full attack this round? I think I have to. I, I can end up that. Yeah, there Yeah, he kind of um, he's got that thing where you don't have zombies in the walking dead truly have like really weak shitty bones. Because you get him a good headshot and, and it's it's wet when the the boat like the skull kind of deflates like a rotten balloon or something, like, a rotten, like rotten fruit or a, a balloon full of something viscous rather than, like, a crack. A piece of skull is broken, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, okay, operator. All right. Um, what range are they in? Four. So, short? Uh, yes, if, it's, if it can be counted in uh, lengths. It is. It is short on medium. Alright, then I'll fire. I have a um, silenced gun with an extended mag. Okay. Nice. Oh, so. Sorry, I have to go back to my character sheet. <laughs> Alright. Um, first shot, first shot misses. So, um, we'll say that's because, as I established, this is like, um, the side of a battle, so there's lots of cadavers already on the floor, and it sort of trips as it shambles, and that's what sort of saves it from your bullet, as it, as it sort of loses its balance, and suddenly its head isn't where you were thinking it was. Alright. I re-aim, and I try. Seven over three. Yeah. Okay, so you now have a barn. Um, the space uh, immediately in front of the door is is literally littered with corpses. It looks like the door was decently barricaded so that they couldn't burst out when they went vector. Um, and then you sort of go in a bit, and then you have this this ramp formed by the collapsed um, uh, uh, hay, hay shelf or hay, bar, uh, hay loft, whatever it's called. Uh, but only the sort of the, the front has collapsed in. So there would be some dry space under the uh, the ramp. You could get under there and there wouldn't be like tainted soil because you can move the bodies out, but like you're still sleeping on pretty filthy soil if you're sleeping uh, where the battle happened. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you can move the bodies out with um, I'll say just someone can burn rations like I won't make you roll for it but it is you're just hoofing sacks of like 100 to 200 pounds of, of dead weight out into the rain so uh, I think of... we should uh... sorry I think we should right. scavenge these corpses as well yeah. oh yes there's also that yeah. so who wants to call scavenge I will. I'll go ahead and I'll scavenge one time at least since, you know, 
Unless somebody else was like, I don't have. Is that a one and done? So. A one and done roll? Or? Yes, it's one and done. You're, you're looting the singular mob. Okay, go ahead, Adam. Okay. If I tell you what, if I get anything, I'll add it to the general pile. I'm immune. I mean, yeah. I'm latent, so you don't have to worry about getting infected. And let's see what my scavenging is. I'm sorry, I didn't have this pulled up. And okay, good deal. Awesome. That is 13 over 1, so I succeed. Nice. 13 bounty. Add it to the pool. Yay. Sick. Fucking A. Uh, you good. also have, um, because this was a, like I say, a pitched battle that just went the wrong way, there are um, two spent handguns. No upgrades. I, I wouldn't mind a sidearm. They, they, they spent all the bullets. But uh, they, um, and they also aren't upgraded, so you can you you, you can have a pistol, but you, if you want to silence, they're going to upgrade that later. Yeah, that too. Spend bounty to upgrade, but I think like only having a long range rifle is bad. <clears throat> so yeah, only only having a loud weapon. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, like investing in a pistol wouldn't be a bad move. Okay, so you said burn one ration to get everything out of there, all the corpses. Um, let's see. It was a, it was um, five total. Anyone can spend um, because you're you're dealing with five bodies. We'll say. Is there any advantage to leaving them in there with us? Nah. Would you want to? Would you want to spend the night in a room full of corpses? Safer than spend a room in a room full of people laugh. But, no. <sighs> yeah. Fuck it, I'll move one. Here you go. I'll be a team player. Yeah, no rule required. It is it is because it's, it's just it's just pick a thing up and take it outside in the rain. Um, so yeah, uh, and anyone can do it. Uh, if someone who isn't latent or immune does it, you're rolling. Um, just because on a critical fail you might get infected. But, yeah, I'm gonna. Um, yeah, I'm gonna professor is also going to, yeah, professor is also going to move a body out. Okay. Uh, what am I rolling? Resistance. Um, just just roll straight black die, um, black and uh, black and red. Oh, Actually, yeah. it, it might be athletics or resistance, whichever is better for you. Yeah. Uh, really athletics. Yeah. yeah. So the only, the only thing you really risk failing is. Getting yourself out or maybe getting infected. Yeah, that's a 12 over 1. Yeah. Anyone else? Um, I'll help. Yeah, with, between the three of you. Um, yep. So uh, over time, the crowd um, is cleared. It, it's still only a citizen now because it's infected. It's quite tough. And it has a really good breeze through there. And there's patches where you uh, you go on it. There's enough. There's enough sort of wrong hey if you could tap that down uh, you don't have to necessarily worry yeah uh, is anyone going under the hayloft I will go under the hayloft under the hayloft yeah the hayloft the hayloft collapsed creating a, a sort of ramp so you can sort of maybe prop it up but you don't want to go back under there but you know if, if there's any dry Space that isn't going to be rained on from like holes in the ceiling, and there's going to be away mm. from tainted soil because light can seep into the soil as well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we should also like it'll be under the hayloft. Yeah, we should also like close the uh, the door barn door just in case. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Close and barricade if possible. Yeah, if you could, if there's any way to like prop it closed, so it's, if somebody tries to like get in, they have to like make a lot of noise to do it. Yeah, you can put some timber across that. Yeah. So you sort of you sort of hoist a little space up on the barn loft, um, putting sort of you know bundles of hay or some or some boxes under there, and you can sort of crawl under there uh, and get some good dry earth to sleep on for a while. Uh, does anyone have light sources? Because it's going to be dark under there. I have a flashlight. Okay. So, does anyone... uh, Okay, so you see painted across the back wall in there the phrase, We are eclipsed, our eyes close. I mean, okay. Does that ring a bell? Um, Oh, wait, you guys were all again to have seen the film. Um... It is a reference to the second film in the series, The Language Demons Speak, which um, oh, is uh, which parallels the efforts of an army battalion fending off a horde of the dead with the siege of Khe San in the Vietnam War. Patrols that venture mm. out into the, the dead lands uh, are over and run and often end up in situations like this where they, they have these final stands that never go well. Um, and... It keeps happening and happening and happening, and the uh, the indifference of the commanding officer to these repeated deaths under his command leads to this mutinous subplot, uh, which falters in the face of uh, a new horde of unfathomable size. As the horde descends on the base, the narrative suddenly switches streams entirely and doesn't return to the base, so you never know how that goes. Uh, the last line uttered by one of the soldiers is, we are eclipsed, and now we close our eyes. This doesn't seem right. I am going to be rolling self-control on this. Yeah. I think we no. all. I think we all should. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, that seems reasonable. I'm getting out. Yeah, no, I'm because this is like pretty obviously connected to the previous stage thing we saw. So, <clears throat> that's five over three for me. I succeed. I failed. Uh, nine over seven. So success. You've heard tripping messages before. Uh, so have I though. Nine over one. Five yeah, anyone, over anyone, anyone who fails take the point of trauma because oh my god, I'm in a zombie movie. Yeah, no, I'm in, getting the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, this this is a setup. Guys, this is guys, a it's very, gone. They're gone. Like, if you haven't fucking figured it out by no, now, no, we're no, walking. No, it's not, bitch. Bitch, listen it's to me. Fucking like, gone. No, I'm out of here. I'm fucking well, out. Go fucking go home. Take your little wind up toys too. Fucking go. Children, I need this goddamn money. How old, you know how old are your characters? Are they older than forty? If not, I'm gonna call, keep calling you children. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I'm. I think I'm in my thirties or yeah. late twenties. I can't remember. Yeah, late 20s. Hey, listen, we're going into this. The, like, the next stop is going to be something else. And when we get to that guy's place, you better be buckling the fuck up because guess what? Mistake. There's going to be this something. Is, this is a fucking setup. Yeah, this. I wouldn't be surprised if we're being filmed right now. This is 
Do you see any cameras around? Ooh, ooh, drone. Yes, around. I see at least fucking two cameras around. I mean, except for our drone. We're... Oh, you mean my drone or the one oh, that the guy gave to me? Oh, he did give you a camera, didn't he? Yeah, but yes. have you turned it on at all? Mm-hmm. Yes! On. Operator, put the drone on the ground. Just fucking smash it. <laughs> put it on. No, no, ground. no. Just look. Is it on? Yes, I think. Is it on? Put the drone on the, the ground. The right, did you turn it on? Yes. Yeah, it's on. Maybe it was also on your tether, though. Pull the battery. She turned it on. Wait a minute. Wait, no. 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 Why not? Okay, first cover that thing up. And I'll explain. Can we just, like, unplug the camera or something? No. Just take the battery out of it. Yeah, just, like, take the battery out of it, and then you have an extra battery. Like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. It works anymore. I was going to say, wait until we get to the house and then pull the battery. Because the worst thing for this guy is is losing the final scene. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a point. Now he knows what we're talking about if it's around, like, streaming or something. Regardless, we need to get paid. Like, Like, next time... There's going to be something else. What's the third movie about? You saw the trilogy. What can I expect in round three? What's he going to have at at that place? Basically, what I'm asking Patrick is, like, what do we, (laughs) what, what does our film buff remember? Because you're, you're essentially trying to, trying to predict the complication. You're trying to see the twist in the film before it happens. Uh, I'll make a (laughs) foresight roll. Yeah, a foresight roll would work, or um, again, the actual one. Um, actually, given given that now you'll know about, yeah, now you know about it. Um, research to just look up the Wikipedia of the films. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm yes. gonna I'm gonna try a research check. I have a plus two research. Sure. I, I did make a I did make a uh, foresight roll. And I got an eight over one. So, so you're trying to think about the location, which is um, like a lodge, like a haunted, like a like a house in the woods kind of thing. The closest, the closest thing you can think of would be um, a character called Papa Mason. So he was um, in the, the first The Billionaire Hands was sort of a series of vignettes, kind of a a group piece, you know, lots of different plans. And one of them was um, this this backwoods family whose uh, patriarch was very abusive. Um, but sort of the arc of that is, you know, when when he sees the how the trauma of this uh, has affected his children in the face of the apocalypse, he realizes his own monstrosity and um, dies in a redemptive act by drawing a horde to himself so that his surviving children can escape. So... We got a horde to look forward to. Uh, that's I think cool. we just figured out how our Mark committed suicide. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. There was there there was the uh 
the two casualties. Yeah. Wheelchair Man and the other one. That's from the first movie, isn't that? That's from the third movie, actually. Oh, that's from the third movie. Okay. Yeah. It, it, so it, it, it kind of went out of order. It went one, three, backwards. two in the legs. Yeah. The three, one, two. Is bear with me here, but maybe he's still alive. Nah, I don't think so. I'm sorry, you're going to have to explain that. You don't see scenes in a fucking movie in the fucking apocalypse that doesn't happen. You sure about that? Yes, I'm fucking sure about that. Just be some fucking crazy fan just wanting to recreate his favorite movies. Even then. Stranger Things has happened. Stranger Things has happened. Even fucking then, that we have to come in with fucking open eyes because that means that somebody is doing this. Yeah, I mean, it's there's somebody's doing something with the fucking area. Well, yeah, obviously, right. someone is doing this. Fuck. 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 Oh, god damn it, fucker! This ain't right. There, there's, there's a problem here. <laughs> yeah. So. Tell you what, let's just get some shut eye, we'll figure it out, and then in the morning let's look around this barn. You know, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll sleep tonight. You're right. If um we're lucky, there may be a couple bells like, you know, for the cattle and stuff like that. If there's a horde or something like that, then we rig the bells up to the you know, the, the cow bells up to the drone, fly it around, ding 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 ding, dinner bell, so to speak. If it's here, we'll look, see if there's something like that. While we're sleeping, I'd like to tap reference. Okay. Specifically, I'd like to call into home office. Okay. Oh, boy. You steward motherfucker. So um, you get a uh, man in a pork pie hat. Who's uh, kind of kind of skinny and uh, sort of slides across the screen on his uh, his wheelie chair. He looks like he's in an air conditioned office. He's like, "Oh hey, oh hey, it's you. Hey, hey. how you doing? Keep in mind, I work for not Apple. Oh <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, replace the um, put my hat with a black turtleneck. Yep, there we go. Rim, rim. Uh, if anything, he has like rimless glasses. Mm-hmm. Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, following on a uh, job in the area. Mm-hmm. So we have a guy who's been dealing with uh, former director, zombie director. Uh, the client is you, the cinematographer. The director. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know my, uh, you know my thing. Is he actually dead? Uh, Thomas Neroth, you mean the director? Yes. Uh, legally, yeah. Almost sacred. Physically? Yeah, we don't care. I mean, right. he was a middle aged man with no combat training in the apocalypse. You tell me. Can I at least get a, um, at least a, uh, an overhead 
just a few pictures, that would help me a lot. You mean like um, overhead of, overhead of where? Oh, do you mean you mean of, of Thomas Norris? Yeah, his house. We're about to uh, break into it, after all. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let me just retap. You know, let me just retap one of those satellites we have. Uh, it'll, it'll take a little while to repurpose a drone that we can, like a like a high altitude drone that we can send over the area. But uh, yeah, I can get that to you. You. Uh, let's see. So he's legally there. Is, uh, who's? So why are you going to a director's house? What of a job? Oh, hey, oh, I've, been meaning, I've been meaning to ask. There's mm-hmm. been a lot of uh, servers dropping in the area. Is you have any idea about that? Uh, yeah, some... Uh, I mean... Like, okay, out of character, this is a metaplot that I don't know if anyone else has established, so I don't want to contradict <laughs> anyone. I think I saw something in the shared folder about some drone pirates doing it, but I don't know if that's been established in the in the shared campaign yet. And again, I don't want to contradict anyone. So does anyone out of character know that? Because I don't. There's actually no... There is no in-character reason for it. There's no in-character reason for it? Yes. Um, I mean, look, okay, so the... The best meta materials, they still have, you know, uh, shelf lives. You've got bad wind patterns. You know, one of these things can drop for any reasons. You know, it's 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 a computer on a balloon. Something pops the balloon, server falls. They kind of come down on their own. Ideally, we'd have kept sending them up, but then the world ended. Excellent. Sweet. Okay, I'll uh, I'll get that footage to you, and then he gives you you know the the sort of the modern warfare two gunship camera kind of thing, you know grey background, uh-huh. the occasional white or black shape moving around. So thermal, uh-huh. basically like a thermal yeah, optic, thermal, yeah. thermal optic, white, black heat spot, yeah. Yeah, uh, you don't see any heat patterns coming from the house itself. It does look like the generator still works. Like it, it's got some higher than average background radiation, so it looks like it has recently been used. Um, you then get, oh hey, is this maybe the guy you're looking for? Um, a car driving around. You can see the heat signature from the engine and the driver, and a decent sized um, pattern of black dots following it. Like he's not driving very quickly. Well, there we go. You have seen into the complication of this, which is that Thomas Neroff is only legally dead. He is... Yeah. uh, I'll I'll just read the the text I wrote for you. (laughs) So, (laughs) incapable of coping with the reality of the crash, um, Thomas Neroff began staging events in the loss to mirror scenes from his his, Billion Hands trilogy. Mechanically, he has the tough spot believer, and he is a meek... He's been deliberately infecting people, spreading the blight to local enclaves, and each leg represented a a tableau he has put together. Um, He essentially has been unable to cope with reality, not matching it with fiction, so he's been trying to make reality more like fiction, because fiction he understands and fiction he can deal with. He's planning his final big show. He's been driving around, um, pulling a, a horde of dead towards his cabin, 
probably he's going to um, be taking himself out in an absurd display of glory, eaten by his own creations, quote-unquote his own creations. Um, so the house probably does have what you want. It's just not going to be there for a while, uh, or, or for very long, rather. You, you kind of want to smash and grab this. Hmm. Right, well... Good news that I have Ghoulnet, so I have access to pretty much everything in the area from camera feeds. Let's get the shit going. <laughs> all right. Hey, so uh, this happens while most of the most of like all of us are sleeping, right? Yeah. She. She's... No, no. I wake you up immediately. Oh, okay. I'm grumpy. <laughs> oh, poor baby. It's like he's right. like forty something, right? Like I don't give a fuck how old you are. <laughs> Get the fuck to work. <laughs> uh, you should learn some manners. You know. Welcome to living with her. Uh, <laughs> when you get forty, it's just nap time. Not even my ex-wife was as bitchy as you are. I don't fucking care. We are on. Somebody a- wake Lonnie up. We're playing. <laughs> I am quite awake. Sorry, Chris. Go ahead. That was too good for me to shut up on. Yeah, no, we're on a fucking time crunch. Get to get the fuck to work, everyone. Okay, so you're, you're getting up um, and you're, you're hiking out. You know, uh, uh, earlier than you would like. You're getting out in that sort of pre-dawn where the light is kind of flat and gray. You know everything. You, you you can see, but it's it's very uh, muted colors. You know that kind of thing. Uh, you're heading through these winding paths uh, through the the forest towards this the stream. Uh, you come across it's it's like the platonic ideal of like artists' retreat. It's this secluded refuge from modernity. This log cabin. There's no satellite dish. You're not getting any wireless signals from anything in there. Save you know the signals. Uh, it's it's overlooking this pond and a stream. There's a shaded porch. You know, if, if this weren't the zombie apocalypse and also like four in the morning, for God's sake. Uh, actually, it's still be to work. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna spend uh, a charge on my Ubix and take a picture of this because this is truly art. It's a nice house. So. Uh, which is my, which is one of what's my, that's my weak spots. So. Yeah. All right. You want to the, um, yeah, you spend some time uh, photographing it and you gain a will back. Okay. So while the professor is doing yes. that, uh, so that, that's what you're doing for, for, for a while. Everyone else can take an action. So you have a, you have a log cabin, you know, um, you have to gain access to it. You have a porch, uh, what looks like a kitchen. Probably some living spaces on the ground floor and then maybe an office. Uh, and the upstairs is probably, you know, bathroom, bedrooms. So how are you getting in, Paul? Well, he's not in the house, right? He's not. Oh, we don't know that, do we? I don't know that. Oh, uh, I'm going to spend a charge on my drone. Mm-hmm. My special drone, which is the sneaky one. Special drone. Yeah. 
special, it's special. It's the fully okay. upgraded one. And what are you doing with that? Uh, I will do a, I guess, which would be better, an awareness or foresight check? Uh, again, I don't know what you're trying to accomplish with that, so I couldn't couldn't help until you told me that. Trying to just uh, sort of the area, or what? I basically want to get into the um, property. Okay. Um, uh, so that that would be professional drone pilot uh, to yep. either fly in through the chimney or like smash a window. Okay. Well, I'll fly in through the chimney because I'm really good at that. Yep. How tiny is this drone? <laughs> That's 25 years in the future. They've they've worked on miniaturization. Well, yes. ten over three. So, what over three? Ten for three. Okay. Nice. So you uh, get this feed of the you know the blackness of the chimney as you go down. My outlook settings are still out of date. I'm aware. Um, and you you come into this you know very uh, kind of seventies eighties um, space. A lot of throw rugs that have been like knitted in a tartan pattern. Um, there's some posters, frame posters on the wall. Open space, kind of, kind of a ranch kind of plan. That's what we have, ranch in our house. Um, everything's off. Um, you know, it does look like it's been inhabited. There is a, there's a half, half full glass on the table. Um, but it, yeah, so this this is a space that has been inhabited. You don't see anyone walking around. Okay. Uh, you are in the living space at the moment. Uh, anyone else? What do you want to do? Uh, I want to. I'd do, like to uh, check the outside for any tra- obvious traps or anything. Uh, yeah, that'll be awareness. I'll use my binoculars. Mm-hmm. And that'll be 14 over 5. Okay, so you're sort of scoping out the area, keeping your distance, viewing through your binoculars, getting all the angles of the house. You don't see anything like bear traps, ship wires, whatever. Uh, again, you're getting more evidence that this place has been recently inhabited. There is uh, an artist's easel on the porch, like, a, like for a painting. Uh, and it's the, the, the porch overlooks the pond and the stream. And it looks like he has been attempting to paint it, like uh, do a do a landscape. But uh, you see a lot of you know black masses of figures in in the in the painting. Like it's it would be a lovely pastoral scene, were not for all the zombies. Sounds like something I would have to take. Uh, <laughs> damn you. <laughs> Anybody else got some ideas for what you want to do? I'm going to, Professor, to basically scout, like, look over the, uh, like, basically use his rifle and look, like, sweep the area, see if you can see movement or something like that. Okay, uh, yeah, so again, give me awareness on that. Yeah, that's, I have a digital scope, so that's mm-hmm. plus two awareness. Uh, ooh, that's a 11 over 8. Okay, so I'm going to tell you something out of character. I have a black dice next to me, uh, a black d10, which I've been counting down every time, someone, every time someone's rolled something. It's currently, yes. on eight. it's currently on eight. 
Yeah, we have timers. Wait, yep. is it counting up or down? It's counting down. down. Countdown timers, yeah. my dude. It's counted from ten down to eight. Oh, okay, that's not bad. Remember, your job is break into this place and steal all this shit with the obligation, with the additional complication of do it quickly. Yep. And that's the complication of do it quickly. Like there is a time limit. So, so I'm going to boot the door in, or pick the lock, or smash a window, or how are you actually entering the place? I would like to pick a lock. I would like to bust out a window. Um, <laughs> uh, window crashing the window will make sound. Factotum spoke first, so we'll give it to him. Have you got lock picking and lock picking kit? Um, you have lock picking falls under criminality, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. but you have the gear for it. Crap! I actually don't. I do. Can I borrow your lockpicking kit? You can ask me. I, I am asking you. All right. Let's play this out. <laughs> okay, Factotum goes up to the lock, gets ready to pick it, starts patting down his pockets and goes, Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Does anybody have lockpicks? You don't fucking have lockpicks. Well, if I did, I wouldn't be asking you. Are you fucking kidding me? God, fucking... Yeah. Here, fucking... What are you useful for? You barely... You're barely fucking here. (sighs) I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. I grabbed lockpicks and said about picking the lock. Okay, give me criminality. Uh, 11 over 4. Okay, you get the door open, you all now have access to the place. So, you know I will toss the lockpicks back. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. So, you know that the uh, reels of film are in a wall safe. Uh, April told you that much. Probably that would be in the office, probably that would also need lockpicking. Probably there's also other stuff in here that could be looted and sold. So um, scavenging text to just generally loot things, and again, um, criminality criminology. Hold up. Criminality to lockpick. Uh, uh, right. If you find it. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold up, hold up. Hold up. Um, I have two separate drones who both have... The the drone he gave you didn't have the autonomous upgrade, so if you are going to pilot it, you have to be like that's what you're doing. Okay, I have the I have another drone that does have the autonomous upgrade. So yes, like, can I at least look around the uh, building with them? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, All right, uh, dudes, I got to bounce, but uh, Patrick, I did make a scavenging roll. Okay, what was your um, what was your score? Uh, eight over six. Eight over six. Okay. Uh, you find a Holdsworth of, we'll say, um, like his his paintings worth a bounty. Okay. Okay. And um, see you, Aaron. All right. Okay. Sorry, guys. Yep. No see you, Aaron. We'll say he's off to kite the horde. Okay. Be taking one, couldn't we take one of these drones and possibly film this whole 
this man's demise? Is this something we can make money off of? We get in here, get the shit, and then we just sit back and wait for him to die. All right, yes. so um, my drone the snuff porn. Do it. My drone operator skill was ten mm-hmm. over four. Okay, so you're scouting out the room. Uh, you do find the wall safe. No problem. Uh, you also find um, a lot of you. You'd call them like abortive first drafts of things. Like there's a, one of the rooms is full of storyboards. Uh, and another is full of like easels. Like this is this is a sort of a family lodge, but he's the only one there, so there's a lot of room for him to sort of dedicate to different crafts. Uh, and you guess that he's been spending this time here just trying to do things that weren't zombie related, but they always come back around to zombies. So like he'll try a screen board for a romantic comedy, and eventually someone gets bitten. <laughs> he does he does watercolors, and then. Eventually, you know, someone, there's, there's a hand reaching out of a lake. Jesus. Dude's crazy. Dude's a meek. It yep. all comes back to zombies for him. And you're down to five on the timer. I go outside and grab the painting off the uh, easel. No, you're not, because the professor will already do that. <laughs> this is art and this needs to be conserved. Uh, what are we... Ex- all right, remind me what we're trying to grab again. Uh, screenplay, uh, we're basically going to grab the movie reels for yeah. the trilogy, like the original copies. The original copies of right. the movie are in his wall safe. Yep. But there are other things in his apartment that would be... If you, if you break into Brad Pitt's house, yeah. you can sell anything as Brad Pitt's shoes. You know? mm-hmm. it, doesn't just, it doesn't just have to be um, like stuff he took from set. You know, you can you can... Find a buyer for anything related to this guy because celebrity. Yep. All right, who among us has the highest awareness? I have uh, two plus two. I have uh, if I'm at plus two. My right. awareness lacks. Yeah, two plus two. Okay, uh, Martin Luther, you are going for the thing that we are trying to get, which is in the safe. So we need someone who can lockpick it. Okay, well, I'm right or there. Find, so. Or find the code, or break it open. Alright, so, we're at the safe. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will roll criminality. Well, I failed, so I'm going to tap my reference. Okay, who can tell you how to crack a safe? Sorry, I'm thinking of a uh, vaguely Apple-affiliated person. <laughs> Not Apple. <laughs> Orange, it's called. It's called Peach Electronics. <laughs> All right, hold on. Um, I get in touch with Dragon Fruit. Ooh. <laughs> what, what about Durian Gray? He always looks so young. Uh, no, stop it. Uh, but it works in two level. It does. Yep. It's dragon fruit. Yep. Uh, hey, this, uh, this gruff, uh, you know, he, he does work for Apple. He has, I mean, he works for Dragon Fruit. He does have the, the sort of the, the 
affluent techie uh, thing, but you know, Dragon, Dragon Fruit fought his way out, so he has like scars clawed across his face. Uh, he sort of has this Ron Perlman growl to his voice. Hey, how you doing? Hey. All right. Uh, I need a favor. Uh huh. I need you to break this code. If this is that, uh, what was his, what was his name? Uh, Owen again? You wanted to get into his social media, find out about his girls. Good luck. More power to you, I'm tech positive, but like, come on, this is getting on stalking. I'm sorry, I don't, I don't know and I don't care, but. <sighs> Listen, this is, this is a job and this is going to help us get farther on. Usual rates, okay? This is off the books. I don't get... You know, I don't have anything to charge for this. It was just going to you. Bullshit, this isn't off the books. This is on the books. I'll give you the usual... I'll give you the goddamn price. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. So, yeah, he, uh, he gives you the... Oh, okay, that looks like... Uh, oh, okay. That's uh, one of those, you know, wall tech wall safes. They're, uh, I mean, they were pretty good. For, before the crash, but uh, you know they got this. Uh, they got this factory reset thing, so you just need to hold down the top, the, all the buttons on the top row, and then you type in five five two seven thing after it. And it gives this thing to to factory reset the the wall safe, and it slides open. You see uh, a, a hall's worth essentially uh, of film canisters. So quite big. Um, like he, he was quite a, an old school artist, you know. It was recorded on film and then they transferred to digital. So he has these these big, like thirty five millimeter real uh, metallic canisters, uh, and the clock ticks down. What is anyone else up to? Um, can I roll scavengers to see if I can rack up anything else in the house? Yeah, go for it. All right. Ooh, seven and seven. So. That may, that's not natural, though. Oh, not natural. Well, okay, it's not tough. natural. Pain natural. Yeah, you can spend a point to flip it. Oh, I guess not. If it's not natural, never mind. Six down. Uh, you know, money. Money's nice, but I'd rather have it in case my ass is, gets in physical trouble. Yeah. So uh, yeah, you, you, you're kind of looking through, but a lot of it is like you don't really know who would buy books, or you would buy books if they were like practical stuff, like how-to guides. Or like um, blueprints, owners' manuals, that kind of thing. This guy has a lot of books on, like you know, film theory and uh, film history and art, and you know, artsy stuff that doesn't really have much relevance in the post-apocalypse. Okay, uh, time is down to three. <coughs> I take the film. Uh, yeah, operator right. took, took the film. Operator, yeah, the no, film. we have it. We need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, film, uh, film is, uh, I feel like we're we're working on borrowed time. <laughs> uh, hey, let's just get a safe distance away and drone operator. Or could you film that? I mean, there you go. Like what? he staged this whole event. Just film it, man. We can make more money on it. Uh, question to the GM: mm-hmm. uh, Are there any? You know, uh, when you like the tubes, you can. Um, like carry uh, pictures in and so on. Oh yeah, like a like a poster canister. 
Yeah, yeah. So, are they yeah. one of yeah. those around? And roll scavenging. Yep. Like that, that, that is to find a specific valuable thing. If you're yep. trying to take like an original um, poster, I'm going to take one of these original art pieces because that can be sold for a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Uh, you know what can be sold for a lot of money? Heal. <laughs> no. This is art. This is art, my friend. Art has to be preserved. Art is what tells human history. So give me that scavenging. Uh, yeah, I. Damn, I, I hate the color layout on this uh, sheet because it's really hard for me to read. There we go. If it was a darker green, it would be better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, that's a uh, that's even. That's yeah, six on six on six. That's a critical success. Uh, yeah. Is is that is that naturally six and six or is that modified? No, it's not. Uh, it's modified. Oh, ties go to the market. Nope, so, not, uh, yep, I don't find it. Yeah, unless you want to spend a will. Uh, I'm going to spend a will, since I have. Yeah, uh, so you, you start looking through, and, like, you, you, you're kind of frustrated at first because, you know, like, the films did really well, which means that even after he left the hey, project... Hey, we need like, to fucking go, now! <laughs> uh, but then no, this is important! So uh, You obviously don't understand art. Yeah, after the original trilogy, he he was attached to the, like, he left the franchise, but the studio still owned the rights, so they started churning out these really schlocky B-movie sequels with, like, TV sitcom actors and, like, some sexy starlets, like, doing, you know, learning learning to kill zombies in space. Uh, And he actually has a lot of stuff from that, Um, like, almost as if he found that more comforting and uh and fantastical than the the gritty realistic like serious stuff he was doing and so he has material yeah yeah. but not just that but he has like a poster signed by all the cast and like a screenplay of like um the sixth film which was like released straight to screening uh straight to streaming services and never saw uh like a, a critics review screening like he has the original screenplay of that signed by the writer Cool. So um, that's worth six bounty and takes up a hole. Yep, that I have only one hole, I guess. So. Yep. Uh, we're down to two. Yep, I'm gonna take that. All right. Okay, now we're ready I'm to add, go. I'm gonna add that bounty to the uh, to the For, hole, though. All right. Well, set this straight. Hey, up. Uh, like, are you gonna film this? Like, dude, I hate being a vulture, but. Like, if we're not taking the man in the lap, it makes so much more if we got him. Why don't we just film his final masterpiece? There you go. Boom. You're going to say out of character. That's not even a role. You just get detachment if you do that. Yeah, sure. I need that fucking money. I don't know how I, I don't feel comfortable by doing that. Oh, no, I'm doing well, it. Okay, so he's, he's on a revert. a member of the Meek, right? Well, he, he he in the he's not a member of like a formal organization. Like, there's not a church he's a member of. He's just broken in a way that makes him meek. Oh, okay. Um, but he's not infected. Not that. Well, I mean, all you've well, seen of this guy know. is yeah. All you've seen of this guy is a is a thermal imaging. Uh, well, you've not even seen that. But like, all, all you know about him this is this guy is alive. He's only dead legally. He's dead in the sense. Yeah, he's he's dead because he crossed the quarantine line. So the government just went, "Fuck it, he's dead." But 
I assume he's going to want to die in the cabin. Yes, from what you've from what you've intuited of his his actions and his motives, he is setting himself up to commit suicide by horde. What the fuck are you doing? We're done. I'm we writing our, a letter. We have our job what? fucking finished. We are out of here. Things are go- about to go real bad. If, yeah, yeah I, I have to agree much as if I this guy is it. as committed to his art as I think he is, horde death by horde would be what he was going to well, go yeah. for. Let's and we out of here. here. Since I'm on a mission from God, you can gain a will if you if you uh, allow the clock to tick down um, and you're writing like a, a don't do it note. No, no, no. I'm going to write a note and it's going to say it's never too late, and I'm going to leave my my um, shot of suppressant on top of the note. Oh my <laughs> God! So you're okay. just like gain a will, losing <laughs> bounty. Yeah, no, that's fine. I've got That's, a will. You got a, you got a will. Okay. Uh, we take down to one. You hear an engine, and away we go. You hear a car engine. Okay, uh, give everyone give me athletics to get to a safe distance. All right, Remember, you can burn rapidly. Yes. No rations. You can burn extra rations. Do you have to say I burn rations before or after the roll? Um, before, I'll, 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 no, yeah. it's got to be before. Yeah, it's already okay. before. I'm, I'm, I'm running one last year. I'm slightly too light for this game. <laughs> I'm slightly too um, So I have a plus four to my, to my roll? Yeah, no, I'm going to roll. I'm going to burn four. Yeah, I got a ten over one, so I'm good. Yeah. Well, I uh, critically succeeded. <laughs> I'm, I'm only burning two rations for this. I'm holding ass. <laughs> Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> did you fail or did you crit fail? No, just regular fail. It's 10 at 10. Oh, you can spend dude. a will? Yeah, you can spend a will. Uh, sure. I'll spend a will since I haven't done that all. I will spend I will spend one to make the roll and then I will spend six on top of that. Okay. Jesus. Yeah, well, this is like one of the final rolls of the session, so you might as well. Mm-hmm. 11 over 1? <laughs> so I may not have needed it. You you figure out that I this mean, guy's coming in from the north and um the pond and the streams on the south and, and you know the bodies of water form a natural barrier to the horde. So you guys figure like we'll just find a shallow in the stream and run across. Um Fractotum has to spend the will because like he gets his, his leg stuck in the mud. So there's that moment of like, oh god, oh god, and you panic and then your leg comes free, the mud comes free, and you're away. Now, do you make the movie? Uh, oh, I made yes. mine too, by the way. Yes, we do, oh, because yes. we need to make fucking money. Yeah. Okay, as I say, that's not even a role. Take if, if, well, the, certainly the people who are making it, um, like, if, if, like, not to just stand there and be participant in it. Like, if you, I guess if you're a participant in it, role versus detachment, because holy shit, like, Operator's fucking crazy. Um, I, I will roll versus What do you mean fucking crazy, crazy? I'm trying to make fucking money. I'm mean, making a snuff film. <laughs> I'm, the professor is not a part of this. This is <laughs> I, I was trying success. to say. Oh no, you're not rolling. You're taking detachment. Alright, fine. Uh, I, I, I 
failed six under seven. Take a detachment. Um, so just one detachment? <sighs> yeah. Um, Heavy style for GM. One, you, you take one detachment to make the film roll detachment versus trauma to watch it. Oh, no, I'm not going to watch it. Okay, well, you, you can have to oh, see yeah, the camera. I'm definitely not watching it. You, you, have to see, you have to see the drone's feet to make sure that it's, it's framed right and that you can see it. It doesn't, no, it's not it's worth anything if it's, it doesn't, no. it's not worth anything if it doesn't show it. Come no, on, Chris, no, we I need don't. that money. No, I don't. <laughs> Terrible. I really right. don't, have don't, to... don't try and metagame your bad idea now, mister. Let me roll self-control again. <laughs> okay, okay, we, we can say because you already rolled. We'll say that roll was against the, the trauma, just because, as I say, I'm too nice as a GM. Uh, um, hey, Patrick. Uh, yeah? I rolled again? Yeah. Roll versus Get a pair trauma. Of pens. <laughs> Patrick. Fuck you. Wow. You're uh, fine. This is good. The market <laughs> likes you, doesn't it? The uh, the god of the, the loss. Uh, yeah, right. it, it, it captures uh, everything. The man, uh, he, he, he drives in, like, you can tell he was driving kind of slow uh, beforehand just to make sure he was building up the following, and then he sped up so that he had time to, like, get out of his car, run into his, his house as the horde approaches, and, like, have his dramatic last stand. But like, yeah, you get a good a good view, as like uh, the 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 door gives way, the horde comes in. He's sort of making pot shots with this old revolver he has. He's screaming. He might be singing. You're not sure. And then one like gets him on the ankle. He wasn't seeing, and then that brings him down. And then it goes badly very quickly. And you witness the death of the the godfather of the zombie genre. Yay! Hmm. Jesus. Well, luckily I'm dead inside. <laughs> yeah, the weight of the horde, like stampedes are measured in like tens rather than ones. The weight of the horde all sort of pressing in, like basically means the, the cabin sort of collapses in on itself. So like the stampede is kind of contained. You make your way back to uh, your respective enclaves. Someone is rubbing their microphone in kitty litter. Uh, <laughs> you make your yeah, you make your way back to your respective enclaves. Uh, a drone comes to deliver to to receive the uh, film reels, and uh, and uh, the bounty is delivered. So, uh, what was the point of keeping track of everything? Uh, it was sixty-five for the job, and then you all gathered a lot of uh, stuff. So argue amongst yourselves on how that's divvied up. Uh, what was uh, the total? Uh, shit, I forgot to note down how much I got for the um, for the posters and like script or, and the script. Uh, that was I remember that was six because we had the yeah, con- so, conversation about was was that a natural total six or a yeah. natural total six? Yeah, that was uh, so we were up to seventy one as far as I know. Okay. Um, you're, you're, count, you're counting the th- the thirteen I found in the barn too, right? No. Uh, then we are at eighty four. And the four um, that I found early in the game. Mm-hmm. No, eight. Yeah, Aaron found eight before he left. Uh, and we didn't roll price on the zombie film, uh, the, the the snuff film that you shot. Oh, yeah. 
Um, 96 besides the uh, snuff belt. Somebody says 96 before the the snuff. 96 96 before the film, at least. Yeah, so someone will networking to find a buyer for a snuff film. You know, someone knows a guy. (laughs) God, haven't you used that already? Um, No, he always used networking to. Oh, okay. The downside for him is that he can't. He has to spend will to make it a critical, and also he gets um, a debt each session, so he had to spend five bounty to counteract the um, competition this time. That was him. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So um, I guess he, if he was here for the rest of it, we'll we'll say that yes, you find someone. Um, but then how would that price be determined? Because you didn't roll, and normally the price be determined by the roll. Uh, I guess I'll just roll oh, myself. Okay. Yeah. Um, eight bounty, another eight bounty. You rolled eight over seven. All right. So we're at so, hundred and six. One hundred and six split six ways. Let's see here. That's seventeen point six bounty. So seventeen yeah. bounty for. So I mean, seventeen for two of you and eighteen for four. Is that right? No, six. No, seventeen point six 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 recurring. Okay, so, so it's be... seventeen for four it's and sixteen for two. No, 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 it... no. It'd be mm-hmm. seventeen for four and eighteen for two. Yeah, you're right. No, I mean I'd argue that operator deserves that extra yeah. one bounty. Uh, uh, you got your, you got two drones. You have a you have a second oh, drone you can like pawn. Yeah, there's also that. So you're not getting eighteen. So <laughs> you you have a backup. You have a spare. Yeah. And I, I, it was my idea as well. So I mean, if you want to argue that, but uh, there's also the guns you well, found well, that you can sell. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm not selling mine. I need I need a sidearm. Yeah, that's fine. We can all agree that our face didn't show up. Until after he was useful, deserves less less bounty. <laughs> Look, frankly, I I am willing to take seventeen rather than eighteen if it means being done with dealing with you psychos. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, don't worry, you're a psycho too. <laughs> I mean, I can take seventeen; it's fine. No, actually, I think um, Professor deserves that 18. He did a lot of work this time. Well, firstly, on the job as well. Like, yeah. I hope I made a good impression, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, factotum, not so much. Yeah, like, I, I'm, the not, one I'm thing not he was there for. about the impression I made. <laughs> yeah, the one thing you were there for, you didn't actually do. Hey, well... I guess I'll be working with you guys again sometime. Is Chris, is your character female, by the way? Or is she... Yes. Is it... okay. Operator is cool. female. Alright. But... Hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah, that, that's a, that's a big part of why Factotum isn't arguing with this. 